Maybe. Yeah. That was loud as shit, wasn't it, Drizzy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he said yes. <laughs> nah, Dr- uh, I-, I told Doolittle to pick the, uh, the opener record or whatever. Well, those start doing hit you the classics. Like, oh, shit, I know that where they got that from. Yeah. You hear that shit, Doolittle? I mean, Dre. This is another episode of Don't Ever Think It Podcast, by the way. Welcome to the Don't Overthink It podcast with your host, my uncle, Dominican Johnny. And that's what it is. But anyways, oh, we got Dre in the house tonight. Yo, yo. We got Ox in the house tonight. There's a lot of samples in this song. That's why we're playing it. Just a little little hip-hop school schooling us on original. Always, man. Digging in the crates, baby. Shout out to Bink, who found that shit. He found that part anyway. Was that a decent that a decent volume, Drizzy, or is it too loud? Uh, no, we good. We good right now. All right, cool. We got Ox in the building. I'm feeling all express. I'm loving. Oh, I just want you to look at your face. All right. Let me see. You know where he is. Shout out to Bink. Shout out to Bink. Damn. Nice. I'm ducking. Okay, I was about to say, how did he take it out to get just the, just the strings? But never mind. Got it. The late great Eddie Kendricks, Motown's finest, Temptation legend. Don't worry about it. What's this, bro? Is this something else? What? Yeah, I don't. Oh, I, that might be. Somebody else. Might, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got him. I got him. Don't worry about it. Was that Vinny? Probably Vin Rock. Yeah. Dre, what's up with your boys, man? Yeah, you're playing Uh-oh. a little fucking defense. Here he now. goes already. Here y'all go. Let's go, let's go. Nah, I ain't gonna fight. <laughs> they playing fucking defense. Is there better defense now than LeBron's out? I mean, I told you again, LeBron was just trying to do his personal thing, but no, we gonna get it together. It's playoff time. We got, we got, we got a couple games. We are the whole the West is crazy. We everybody's out from like four, no, from like six to like twelve. It's all, all decided by, like, two games apiece. Hey, yo, Dre, you're my man and all, man. Take the fucking compliment. Don't live in La La Land. Y'all niggas ain't gonna do shit. I'm dead. I gave a nigga the compliment. Y'all niggas got good defense right now. And he talking as we have a couple of games. Like, nigga, Farrakhan to kiss a white girl before yeah. you motherfuckers do something. <laughs> See? I done heard, heard Charlamagne the God make some kind of bets like that two times, and he lost both of them like that, didn't he? Hey, shit. He lost two of them things, right? Like. <laughs> two things that was unbelievable. What do you say? Six, what do you say? Six nine was never coming home, or what do you say? Some shit like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that. that is true. <laughs> you right. And this last one he said was heinous too. He said, one, he, "Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead." Now what do you say? Now what do you say? Remind me. I forgot. <laughs> he said, "I know it was something." He said, "He said if Adidas takes Kanye yeah, West back, I'll suck some dick." Yeah. yeah. And he took his ass back. I think, they didn't take him back though, it's, technically. It's, it's, no. It, well, no, they, they need him. him. They need him. Yeah. If they no, they just need, need him. him to get rid of what they got. They we just need you to get rid back. of our... Okay, no, that's not taking him back because nah. there's no future deals on no that. No future deals, nigga. If I got to help you sell the rest of your fucking sneakers, you need my help. So 
Are you taking me yes, back? Yes, until that shit's empty. I, I, then it's I, I, like, yeah. bye-bye, Negro. Okay, but I might not have a contract with you, but you need my help. And I write, what I tell you, it's the equivalent of motherfucking cursing your girl out. Fuck you. Blah, 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 slam the door. Oh, shit. I, got I forgot my keys. Mm-hmm. That's what? basically what they did to him. One second. I forgot my keys. I got to go back. Yeah, yeah. That's just crazy. But that'd be funny if that does happen. Yo, yo, Vin Rock, what up? Oh, shit. My bad. Hold on. Bomb. There we go. Right. It has to be more to that than we know, and it can't. It can't be about them trying to sell off what um, inventory they have currently. Thank you. Of, Thank of you. That's what I'm Y'all saying. don't believe that? Hell no, man. Hell no. Listen, you Jonathan. Know listen, listen, you know, out of all people, let me see. Let me tell you. Listen, Jonathan. You out of all people. <laughs> he said, Jonathan. You know. Damn, he was a fool. You, what, what is, what's your job? What's your What's your side hustle? Everybody know about. Everybody know about your side hustle. It's a main hustle now. The reselling, the flipping. What up? Okay. Okay. All right. Now pause. Real quick. Okay. If Adidas wanted to get rid of those fucking shoes, all they got to do is drop it to all their outlet stores. That's at it. Fucking 20, 20%, 20% off of them shoes, and guess what? They'll be going. Those people be lined up for days at the damn stores. Okay. And, and so money, they don't need him for that shit. They need, they need him. They need him for the name. They need him, period. But, see, but I heard he doesn't. Yeah. Does he own the name Yeezy? Yes, Yeezy, but that's it, right? Just the name, yeah. though, because all the designs are theirs, though. But that's he, the but, part that confuses me. But he even me. said that. No, he said he designed something. He said the Yeezy, nah. the shoes. No, he but said, they own the patents to all the exactly, designs. But yeah. the, he owns the physical name yeah, Yeezy. He said, so he I'm wondering if, there, if that's a stipulation in the cl- or, or a clause somewhere that says you can't sell this shit without the main. Man, let me tell without you the name, as Jack like, Nicholson said in motherfucking Few Good Men, you need me on that wall. <laughs> Yanni, they can definitely sell the you know sneakers saying? without his name on it. Exactly. It, okay. They need but, him, but, man. But, but what they have, what they have made is, already. They have no, made no. already. What they got made already. But that's not what they're trying to move. Basically, they're trying to move the the shoes that they got that you know that they haven't finished or that they're working on that was in progress. It's like if it's the, a leftover if inventory. Jordan, I thought it was. If Jordan, and, yeah. If Jordan and Nike cut ties today, all the product that was in flux. Want, that don't have that damn Jumpman on it, <laughs> they they can't put that Jumpman on it, and who's going to buy some J's without the Jumpman? Okay, so that's basically what you're saying. They need, I know, but that's what I'm saying. They need him for the name, but do you think after they move that inventory that they're going to do business with him again? That's what I'm asking. I think uh, in the not. short term, they do move that inventory. But then again, they might because they, I think that's what the case, another thing with the case may be is that yeah. their stock is going to fall crazy <clears> if he's not like their product that they sell, Nike. I mean, Adidas doesn't sell. They need that incredible Negro, easy. and he knows yeah, it. They do. That's why he's laughing now. He's like, "I told you so." That's what he's saying to everybody. So far, as crazy as this motherfucker's been, he has done a lot of told you so's. <laughs> I'm asking, yeah, I, I, no, no bullshit. He told a lot. lot of a lot. I'm pretty sure he probably got a lot of so. advisors. I told you so. He probably got a lot of advisors. Like, yo, we know you won. Just keep that shit. Yo, this to fucking yourself. dude. Yo, this is this one makes him a genius. I don't want to spend no time talking about my man yet because we could. This should be a three hour conversation. But man, this nigga, everything he said he was gonna do, he did. Yep. How many Willpower. people can say that? Sheer in life? will. Sheer will. Yo, I'm gonna move it. from Chicago to New Jersey. Nobody fucking knows me. I'm gonna sleep on this couch. Jay-Z's going to hear my fucking beats. You know what I'm saying? Like crazy shit. Yeah, I would just... Mm-hmm. Uh, y'all like, watched the, um, that Matt Hoffa, uh, Hoffa episode with Bink? He, he said that that's like... What was it like working with a young Kanye back then? And he was saying the same thing. He was like, he's the one that taught me the manifest... Like to manifest words into power. Like manifest yeah. your thoughts into things. And he was like, 
Kanye said he was going to do this shit, and, and he, does he it. did all of you it. You can say what you want to say. And they said he was, do, he was saying it back then. That's yes, when he was broke. Yeah, when he had just put out, he just had, like, the truth Man, pretty you, much you, on Beanie Siegel. Not even, not even as then. a producer. You remember when he was talking, like, who's this? Kanye from the, from the west side, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to be a star. I am a star. Like, yeah, rap, when he still I had rap, braces I on sing, that, at yeah, the JD party. Yeah. Like, who, who the, and 20 years later, like, this little motherfucker actually did it. She a will, man. Do, do, Willpower. Do you, yo, do you know the look? And the, but here's the funny part. Imagine all the labels that passed on him when he was talking to him. Oh, all of them did. Imagine all the artists that he's like, yo, I got beach. Nah, I ain't trying to hear that shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now you're like, oh. And you come back like a dog with, with your tail between you. Like, hey, yay. And you know, hey, the, yay. And you know the arrogance <laughs> with that nigga. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Nah, nah, you don't want him now. He said that to the dudes but, of Rockets too, by but the, the way. But the fuck, yeah, the dudes, is, the dudes is incredible, man. I don't give a fuck. And we keep, we keep like, like my man, what's my man? We just finished watching Doggy uh, Diamonds. Doggy Diamonds, yeah. Like he said, man, ain't none of our fucking business about this man's mental state. That's between him, his children, and whatever his fallen people is like in, in his family. Everybody want to jump on this man's mental state, like you know the nigga, like you can have dinner with the nigga tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, we really get too involved in other people's shit, man. We fall for the blue pill all the fucking time. Like, oh I don't no fuck doubt. Who you fucking? Okay, yeah. if you're gay or straight, that's what they're paying my rent tomorrow. Yeah, Vinny, you had something to say. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. My bad. No, no, you good. It's basically all the same point. Like, it's, it's a one driven, focused, motivated motherfucker. And a lot of people uh, make make a lot of points about his mental state, but, you know, it, it, it doesn't go without saying that, you know, a lot of geniuses do have, you know, that illusion of being crazy to most people because you have to be... A, a certain type of crazy to do the type of shit that people like him accomplish. Because you have to be able to keep going when everybody tells you, nah, you crazy or you can't do that. Or you have to do A, B, C, D all the way through Z in order to do this. And he's like, all right, then, then what? Instead of just saying, oh, I guess it ain't for me. I guess I can't do this. I guess I can't be there. He, he never, he, the, the only problem with him is that <clears throat> along the way, he just talks shit the whole way, and people don't like. That's all. Yeah, uh, that's that's arrogance. so man talking shit all the way. I like yeah. that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Not well, don't don't think about over. talking shit as long as you could, as long as you could back it up. Muhammad yeah. Ali talks shit every day. It's a big difference because there's a big difference when you uh, a Jay Z type talking shit on a on a record where all your fan base is just used to that, and they don't think nothing of Jay Z talking shit on a rap record because that's what you're supposed to do. But mm-hmm. America wasn't used to hearing. This pop culture crossover talking shit on, you know, Oprah. You know what I mean? That's not where you're supposed to be the type of talk. That's when you start, you know, yes, ma'am, yes, sir, and and, and start playing a, a certain role once you get to a certain level. And he never switched it up. And that made him crazy to everybody. True. But they always say the, yeah. the, all the biggest geniuses, man, are always, always a little always like, It's cool. not so much that they cuckoo. It's just that we don't understand them. You, yeah. you ever thought back, like, well, maybe we didn't understand this dude's bro? Just like, for instance, Yo, Dre, back me up on this. First time they seen the crossover, really seen the crossover. First time you actually seen the crossover, crossover was two times. The first one, the person that I'm going to say that kind of made it popular was Pearl Washington out of Brooklyn. Boys and Girls High School. Then he went to Syracuse. Did it over there. But then Tim Hardaway. Boom. He hit them with the crossover like, what the fuck is that? Nobody really ever seen that in the NBA. Mm. Now, nah, what's the main thing you see everywhere you go? First thing a guard do is grab the ball. He's hitting you with the crossover. You know what I'm saying? So you get, you know, you just everything. If you not, we have a big problem to stereotype something when we don't understand it. Well, that's true. As soon as we don't understand it, we, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm gonna tell you who called people crazy, but now you find out later on they was legends. You know, James Brown kicked fucking Jimi Hendrix out of his band. Oh shit! Also, the Isley Brothers. 
And the, the, the cream yeah, of the cream. Fucking Little Richard. Fucking Little Richard. Little Richard said, uh, nah, baby, it's only going to be one queen in this motherfucker. You got to go. Oh, shit. They <laughs> later on look at all of them like, holy shit, Jimmy made it. Jimmy hey. made it bigger than us. Hey, shit happens. Shit happens. Um, oh, back to the, um, oh, the, the, oh, the oh, news. Oh. I think that. Oh, no, 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 no. This is for you, Vinrock. I mean, what, again, yeah. I don't want to jump off the subject. Because right. you're, you're like the fucking guru when we ask you questions like this. <laughs> Do you think no yeah. the black IPs would have been as big as they are without Fergie? Because uh, remember, they've been, out for, they were, they've been they... out for a long time before she got, became a group. They had two albums. And then she jumped yeah. in because they wanted the black girl in the group to like I take more clothes off I and shit. Find, she said, I'm, nah. I can't find I was never the, the biggest fan of their shit, so I, I don't really know the timeline of the discography. But they did they switch shit. up and start making more popular music once he came on? Well, no. The, uh, well, it goes back to the reason why they... Uh, the girl didn't leave wasn't because oh they wanted a white girl and nothing like that. I, I saw the documentary yeah, she's on more, her. She was more like Muslim type. Like, yeah, I want to go more covered up. More. Interscope Records, Jimmy Iovine and them was trying to like pay her to get naked. And like, she was like, nah, lose that, more that, skin. That ain't, I ain't, ain't doing all shit. that. So she gracefully bowed out. She didn't get kicked out of the group. Will I am is still cool with her till this day and yes. everything. So they brought in because that's the one we don't talk about either, man. Like niggas, yeah. look over I Will think, I am I like he ain't the shit. Go ahead, Vin. I think they definitely made very accessible music to the masses. They made very safe, safe music. And uh, what if one thing America loves is when black people are safe and friendly, so that way they can join the party without feeling endangered and having to touch it first. One hundred percent true. And, yeah, that's why you got the IP. hammers, the black eyed peas. Yeah. You got the fucking fresh princes. You got the young MCs, the clean cut Negro, the tone low. But here's the funny part: everybody but loves tone low, but tone low's a fucking crip. <laughs> And, and Black Eyed Peas made you get to leave your door like music. <laughs> That's true. 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 <laughs> yeah, and then the funny shit is the uh, the one that discovered him was uh, of all people fucking easy motherfucking E. Yep. <laughs> That's the craziest shit. Is he Eric Wright? Whole, he yeah. The whole album. Well, no, they said Majority they said he, was, he when he went, he was really smart. If you ever watched him on like interviews and shit, he knew how to play whatever where he was at. He knew how to adapt. Yeah, oh, he yeah. said I'm from Compton. But the average dude in the company ain't accepting me. I'm not a gangbanger. I'm a dancer by trade. Remember, mm. he could dance his ass off. But I also mm. know how to make beats. Oh, you're talking about Dre? No, I'm talking uh, about fucking uh, Will I Am. Oh, Will I Am. I'm yeah, sorry. People I'm forget, sorry I'm yeah, sorry. people be forgetting he's from Compton. Yeah, that's what they I'm saying. Yeah. I'm like, dude, he was with Easy. He was Easy. Easy. He said, yo, you just make beats. You can help me on this album. He's like, people don't remember that. They were, yeah, because they were, they were saying that um, Easy E. Right after he put out Bone, he was gonna go for them next, but he passed before yeah. it could all jump yeah, and off. Yep, they were supposed to be. Yep, he, they was the group that was yeah, going to be next. Because right after them, yeah, it was it was Bone, and and, he, and it was like uh, Black Eyed Peas, y'all are next up, and psh, HIV came and uppercutted him hard. I ain't mean to go off topic, fellas. It just you know, no, it's all right. I'm a black man to support the Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> but this is the funny thing. Black Eyed Peas too. Yeah, but this is the funny thing. They have socially conscious music. Yes, big time. They do. They just they do, do it with a poppy feel to it and shit. And That's they, it. But you know what's funny? But this ties into the subject we show about fake motherfuckers. <laughs> so you look at the people like the Black Eyed Peas, right? And you look at the the, the Tribe Called Quests and, and the De La Souls and these guys. Don't fuck with them yeah. and see what the fuck is going to happen after that show. Especially De La Soul and them motherfuckers. I heard De La Souls notorious for rumbling. Up. 
Yeah. Just like the motherfucker, what, what, what uh, Big Boy said, go fuck with Hammer if you want to. Hammer, <laughs> knock you the fuck out. Hammer, well, beat your motherfucking ass. Yeah, everybody know Hammer gangster. Everybody know Hammer gangster out there. He changed his ways, though. He found the Lord. He ain't, he ain't gangster no more. Look at what's the name. You, know? you heard Biggie came out of Biggie's mouth. He said, yo, I ain't realize how big E40 was. E40 yeah. He was like, yo, nigga, you talking, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, you talking shit to the wrong dudes, huh? Yeah, they almost got him killed there. Yeah. Yeah. Booked him for his show to set him, to line him up. Yeah. Oh, they do, they do that shit out Crazy, there in California, man. man. They did that shit to the dude that killed uh, fucking Mac. Uh, um, Mac Dre? Mac Dre, yeah. Well, he said, oh, I'm going to Oakland and do a show. Next thing you found that nigga decapitated. Mm. That wasn't healthy. Shit, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Goes to our subject, Drake. Drake, you know, I know you know. All these fake niggas out here. And they got caught two, 20 bodies and this and that. Did a nigga go to Columbia University? When they have time to kill somebody? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Like, man, absolutely. Just, just keep this shit real, man. We're going to yeah. fuck with yep. you. If you good, you good. Yo, a real strict nigga, street nigga ain't got to say I'm a street nigga. Absolutely. A real killer's absolutely. not going to say absolutely. that he's a fucking killer. Absolutely. If you really making money, you don't have to tell me. I'll see, like, God damn, the nigga got the motherfucking Maybach with the fucking roof off. Holy yeah. shit. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, I see you shining. I see you shining. Yeah, I see you exactly. shining. You don't have to tell me. <laughs> Just like I'm going to big, yo, yo, big, 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 big shout out to my man Shady. Shady is the funniest motherfucker in the world. And this dude's a multi millionaire. But he's yeah. in a hole of holes in the party with us out here in Hasbrook. In the hell holes. That's funny. You know what I'm saying? Not healthy. That ain't healthy. It's not healthy, but he's a, hey, he's like nigga, I'm just having fun. That's dangerous, actually. You know what I mean? You don't make it. I don't, you don't want to make it that far to come back hanging out. Nah, like, no, that's just, no, I mean, the thing. Every the, now, every, every now and then, every now and then, he, he, he ain't there every week. But I'm saying when he's here, he's still having fun. You know what I'm saying? But he's not front. He's like nigga, I'm rich, but I still like to have fun. So you accept you accept that from him. It's like Floyd Mayweather. Right. I never met Floyd, but I know damn well if we see Floyd's gonna be about thirty motherfuckers around him. And I, I bet he and, and I bet he got about ten million. I, yeah. I was around Floyd at uh, at Dreas in Vegas. Yeah, I was. A, yeah, I was. A, we was literally in the same VIP with him and in Vegas actually back in like oh five probably. He got five big motherfuckers around. Him, five big motherfuckers around no, him with no, black was, tees. No, this is this. No, no, this is before that time. This is still okay. when he was before the five motherfuckers. And shit. Oh, he he, he was a champ. He was a champ, but he wasn't like he was now in the in yeah the, in the, yeah. Right, he had he had he had his goons with him and shit, but they was he everybody else was drinking except for him. And it was kind of like you know this is Floyd before before the money. This is when he was pretty boy Floyd. Yeah, yeah, you know okay, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And he, and he in there, and I'm like, I didn't realize who he was or whatever. Bracelet on, doing all kind of dances on his wrist <laughs> and shit. I'm like, damn. No, I spotted like, him. Okay. I spotted him from across the club and shit. You see five big black bounces and shit, and then you see just a little dude in a white tea drinking a water, and I was like. Oh shit, that's Floyd. Yeah, he don't drink. Yeah, yeah and then right when we was drink. leaving, he was leaving at the same time we were, so we like right next to him. Like I was like, oh shit. Yo, and, and it's so funny. I'm like, oh, jokes aside, I used to hate Floyd. I remember I, anytime yeah. someone with Floyd, I'm betting against Floyd. I'm betting against Floyd. Betting against Floyd. Then I find out more of him about it as a person. Like I'm saying, like the nigga said, yo, you want to find me? Come find me. Five o'clock in the morning, I'm doing my road work. You ain't got no fight, so what? I'm still working out every fucking day. Then after the road work, the nigga got a van truck full of food feeding the homeless. Turn off your camera. This ain't for the cameras. I'm like, wow, this shit is like some real shit. You know, he walks around giving people money. Yo, go get yourself together. You need a job? Come talk to me. I'm like, damn. Now he puts me in a different perspective. I'm like, oh, shit, I kind of like this little nigga now. (laughs) Trey, did you ever go to a strip club out there? It's off the strip, but you ever went to it? 
This strip club? Yeah, his. No, it's, no, it's no. I've that, never been it's, there. It's, 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 like, it's like a mile or less from, from that gigantic outlet mall that they have out there. Yeah, yeah. I, know where you, I know where it's at. I know where it's at. I've never been there. I've never been there before. Okay. Yo, Drake, okay. do me a favor. Cause I, I, I try to tell a story I can't tell as good as you. Cause I was telling my peoples one day. I said, nah, my man Dre met fucking uh, Jingle. I said, Dre meets everybody. I said, this nigga jumps on a plane and goes out to the West Coast like it ain't shit. Like, we go to New York. That's right you know into the subject he matter jumped, we're going to talk he about. He jumps right on that plane. Tell me about when you met Jamie Foxx. Oh, listen. Listen, Jamie's like, uh, listen, to this day, I guarantee you, Jamie going to remember who, who we, me and my folks was and shit. So we, uh, this was All-Star Charlotte or whatever. And we was in a hotel. We was in a hotel that's, that's uh, attached to the, where the All-Star Games at whatever it was, a Marriott or whatever it is. It's attached to the stadium. And we sitting there, and I guess this is where all the celebrities is coming through. And that bar, we, the bar that we was in. So first, uh, we see, I don't know, what's his name, PMB Dean, whatever the, whatever the guy, Meek, Meek Mill's um, cousin it's or uh, homie. A dream chaser. Basically a dream chaser. Yeah, one of the dream chasers. Yeah, he, he was in there. So, you know what I mean? You know, he got, you know how Philly is. You know, I ain't got nothing to say nothing else, but you know how Philly is. Um, so, next we see... Uh, JD Smooth, JD Smooth comes to, but he was on the phone. But like I said, when you got it, you got it. JD Smooth comes over to the table where we sitting at, and kind of just daps everybody up. He just said, "What up, y'all?" You know what I mean? Daps us up. So then, by itself too. The next, maybe like five minutes later, you see uh, cousin Jamie come through, and he's talking to somebody, and he walks past him, and he's like, "Oh, what's up?" And I just said, "What's up, Jamie?" And he was like, "Hey, what's going on, guys? What's going on, y'all? <laughs> come over to our table. <laughs> what's going on, sir?" And he started cracking just he's like he said, I'm I'm your cousin from North Kakalakin or whatever he said. Some <laughs> shit like that. I'm from North Kakalakin. So, you know what I mean? We busted it up. So then my man, my man, you know what I mean, my, my homeboy and shit, he was like, Come on, Jamie, let's I mean, let's take a shot. He's like, All right, guys. He's like, All right, come on, let's take. He didn't rush. He sat there like like we gave us at least a couple minutes of his time. He was like, you know what I mean? He, he was like, he's like, All right, let's take a shot, let's take a shot or whatever. He's like, What you what y'all drinking? I guess they picked some Tito's or some shit like that. And uh you know, he ain't saying it was on him, but we like this is on this nigga's path. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, I went about that today. He nobody even asked. I think it may have been on the house because his bartender didn't say who was who was going through whatever. Word. He said he you know took a shot, took a shot with us or whatever, and you know whoever whoever wanted to with the, the gang with the pictures and shit took the pictures and he kept it moving. Simple as that. That's dope. That's keeping it real. Yeah, that's real. No, you no. dig what I'm saying? And, uh, again, that's a and again, he was by himself. And there's nothing great. Yo, every time you see, yo, even like when we, yo, God bless the dead. Remember, Johnny, me and you used to hang out with Mike. Yeah. Mike was every the, time. Yeah, Mike is the coolest nigga in the world. Oh, Omar, let's take a picture. He'll take the pictures. He laughed. What are you drinking? I said, oh, boy, they started him. Yeah. Oh, it's about to get started. <laughs> every time I saw Mike, even in, in, on a humble, just, what up, Mike? What up, Mike? You know what I mean? Every now and then. Shit. The last time we saw him was what? Me and you, Dre, was at the, um, what was that, Rockham? XL. Yeah, yeah, the XL shit. Yeah, the XL joint was the last time we saw him and shit. And he came up, he took a took a flick with me and Dre, and I reminded him about that time when we picked him up and shit. And he was like, I don't remember that too well. But if you say so, like, he was like, <laughs> when I, when I brought you up, he remembered you. Yeah. But yeah, it, it was like, man, man. like he, had I said, to, he had to think about it for a second. He was like, really? <laughs> it's just like, who, who else is another dude that um, I had the pleasure um, matter of fact, matter of fact, it was uh, I haven't met him. The one person, believe it or not, the one person I actually wanted to meet was Shook Knight. Damn, not the reason why, because first of all, I ain't scared of nobody, you know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> and and when you present yourself that way, when you present yourself that way, I'm telling you, 
Even like because because motherfuckers used to talk that shit in New York. Oh, that nigga did, did, did. and then he comes to New York by himself. All oh, y'all niggas were scared to death. <laughs> Just like Fat Joe said, you saw were scared him? to death. Where you see him at? Well, right? yeah, Jay. When you see Jay, knows everybody. God damn. <laughs> well, nah, we see him. We see him in Vegas. It was in Vegas. It was in Vegas this time. Uh, he was out there and shit in Vegas. There was a club. It was called Rum Rum Jungle. Rum Jungle and shit. I, uh, I don't know if y'all remember the, the guy who used to get in trouble all the time. Uh, Maurice Co- Correct. Yeah, the football player out of Ohio yeah. State. So Maurice. All right. Okay. So Maurice Collette, he was in there too at the same time with us, and he ended up uh, should just walk past and shit. He wasn't he ain't staying there long. But Maurice Collette though, he was he ended up like hanging with us and shit for a minute and shit. Like this nigga little as shit. He was, talking, talking. he was trying to be on something. You know what I mean? That was the same in the same area. You know what I mean? Oh, you saying Sugar was little or Maurice Collette was little? Maurice Collette was oh. little. Yeah, that nigga's one of the best running backs out of Ohio State. He just fucked up trying to be. He should have never left school yeah. that early. Like, dude, yeah, football ain't basketball. Yeah, so he yeah he was there. And he was in there with him and shit. I got crazy LeBron stories. I got two crazy LeBron stories, but you know, yeah. Spit them out, niggas. Spit them out. <laughs> yeah, you know, we the love whole, them. The whole topic I mean, is about fake and real. Yeah, because I ain't finished. Oh, no, we're we gonna jump LeBron? on Jaws. Yeah, we're gonna jump on Jaws ass. Oh god. Oh yeah, we got, let's go. We want to get into that. Oh yeah, LeBron. Yeah, yeah we he was young. LeBron was just young. He was just at the time he was just young. He, was, he couldn't even get into the club. Actually, the club that we was at. He couldn't even get in there because he was so young. He was underage at the time. Yeah, now you can see this tall. You see this tall six seven, six eight nigga like with all these people that's shorter than. They get to the door, and I guess they must have told him like, you know, what I mean, you couldn't come in or whatever. I bet this is like when it was rookies. Oh three, oh four. That's like oh four. I bet bet they mad now. Oh god, damn damn it! Oh yeah, he probably bought the club. I don't think that's open. He said, "Bought the club." I don't think that's just open no more. Buy that club and close that shit down. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Nah, but Dre, no. Again, it goes back to being real and fake. My man, you're a college-educated kid. You come from great parents. You come from the middle-class, above-middle-class home that a lot of us would wish we had. Why the fuck? That's and especially good, in Memphis. Nigga, everybody in the state of Tennessee loves you. Why would you take a fucking gun to the club? Ain't nobody gonna let that happen to you. Nobody. The owner of the club will shoot somebody for you first. Yeah. Before you get in trouble. Yeah. So what who are you trying to prove the tough guy shit to hmm. when you're out here doing the little dance every time you score? With your purple and blue dreadlocks. Actually, the- that should be yeah, the, the the dance should be the dance is actually like cool for the kids because he's like all the kids want to do that shit now. Love it. They love between him. Him and, him and, between him and uh Will, I think uh what's his name? Who uh Young boy, NBA young boy, yeah. the one started that giddy exactly shit. Exactly that giddy shit, and that's what I'm saying. So you have, and then kids love you. Who are you trying to fight right. for? Nigga, you just that's got a wonderful right. shoe endorsement. When the last time you see niggas get a good Nike deal, he got a good Nike deal. He actually got a good shoe. He got his own shoe. He got a real you know good what shoe. It is, basically, yeah. all he got is the materials left over from Kyrie's shoes. <laughs> <laughs> the materials all left over from Kyrie's shoes. Uh, most likely, <laughs> they most re- likely they repurposed they, they it. Repurposed that's what you call it. Shit. Yeah, repurposed it. Refurbished. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so, so then, okay, I give you. You might have made a mistake about the gun, but now I was telling Johnny today. I'm looking at the shit. John Moran in strip club spends over two hundred thousand. Like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? Are you trying to Dennis Rodman yourself? Mm-hmm. And then, strip club, uh, video, the cops and the cops leaked a picture of the strip club with mm. fifty grand on the. Mm. Oh, that was him, the cops him, did it? Him, him getting a day. Uh, at first, yeah, at first I was pissed off at the strip club because think about the think about how foul that is. They released in footage of people who who are you know their patrons because. You're supposed to be, you know, no cameras, no private. Nothing. Yeah, 
ain't supposed to put you on blast. You go to strip club, they ain't supposed to release that. Like, you know, it's not like you had a, a, you know, a public event. That's, that's supposed to be private. Yeah. So at first I thought the strip club did it to show off that he was, you know, In going there. there. Yeah. But they had to turn that footage into the police department, and the police department did it to fuck with y'all. They they did that. They got a hard on for him, well, man. Yeah. Hey, the funny thing is, this morning, uh, I think it was Miss Pat on a on a Miss Pat on yeah, she, a, she, she, uh, yeah Breakfast Club today. So she so she said that she said the perfect shit, which I would have did too. Why didn't nobody just say that the gun was that it was a toy? It was a lighter or something. It didn't necessarily have to be a gun. They could have said it was a lighter. And then they had to prove that that was actually a weapon. Yeah, as tiny as that was, it probably, you know what I mean? Yeah, so they just played it. So, but like what I said, what I was telling, I had said earlier is, yeah, this Durant, is basically, like, like, oh, it was real. You probably wouldn't have wanted to say it was a toy gun. Yeah, hey, you're right, because he's a noodle like that. But I <laughs> yep. mean, John yeah. Morant, John Morant is like, a, he's a kid. Basically, we all know that we know his, his story, that he is a uh, privileged. He was privileged. He oh. got, you know. Dre brought up. He got he, yeah. That's what I'm about to tell him. You know what I mean? Yeah. John Moran's a privileged kid. He's he's, man, he's a talented, privileged kid. You know what I mean? Heading down the wrong path. You know because he wants to be something that he's not. Yeah. Here's the thing: if this would have been 97, 98, he reminds us of the same person. But the thing is, there's a difference. There was no camera, so John Moran basically is the digital, the digital version of Allen Iverson. So Allen Iverson was wild like that at one point too. But the only difference is Allen Iverson really. From the streets, he really did have exactly. to struggle. Bomb. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Bomb. So he he really did go through that. He really did go through the life like the life like that. You know what I mean? And, and his homies, you know what I mean? About that shit for real. Yeah. So yeah. it's different. Adjust. Jaws like trying to do the opposite. He's supposed to be adjusting to the league, coming from the streets, and Jaws trying to adjust to the streets. To the streets, right? Being in the league. Bomb. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect way to uh, so, to say that, Vin Rock. And we like him. You this bonking shit. We like him. I agree with it. I just said bong. <laughs> I couldn't think of nothing else. I, I, I'm tired of saying exactly, yeah, so I just like said bong. <laughs> oh, fuck's with John. We, John. we all we all like him. John's we all shit. like him. He just that. Yeah, he's a he's an amazing player. Like he's like like I said, his, he reminds me of Allen Iverson's game. Like early on, how, how explosive he was. But I mean, he may have a little bigger, uh, a little more ups than uh than Iverson did. But Iverson don't, don't get it fucked up. Iverson dunk on you too. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what, what I'm mean? saying? But the, 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 the moral and the premise of the story is why be somebody you're not? You made it, my man. You're, yeah, you're, you're in the people, top 2%. Yeah, most people have to act like that out of survival. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you made you've it. You've already made it over the hill. There, there's nothing wrong with not being a tough guy. Because I said, I'll be telling niggas, yo, son, I know real tough guys that's really going to tie you to that fucking radiator and do some shit that you don't want to get done to you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And then you see them, that's the main dude at the club. Swinging his hands, popping his ass. You think he's the yeah. gayest thing in the world, and he's the killer. Oh, I'll tell you a quick, <laughs> quick '95 story. When there was a bunch of Bronx drug dealers down here, he was straight up like a body catcher on roller skates with tights on and a and a uh, what do you call that fanny pack? Yes, and a fanny pack. I was like, but he was a killer. I was like, yeah, you Man. know what I'm saying? You, if, if you gotta prove it. You know that that's what to me, and I get into this conversation all the time. And sometimes it goes good, sometimes it goes bad. When we talk about the Tupac situation, like nigga, you really started believing you was Bishop. You're an actor. Yep, I said, you're an I actor said it all the time. And we like you as an actor. We even like you as an MC. You ain't got no business fucking with that crip blood shit in L.A. That's not your territory. 
I'm wondering if that was by association because of Shug. It wasn't by that. association, but you fucked with the wrong one. But this is the thing, though. I, I would think that he would have more knowledge on how crazy that is because growing up in Oakland. He was wild, though. He no, didn't care. Oakland's different. I know, but you're still in California, nah, so nah. you know Oak, what nah, it is. Oakland's different. Oakland's and about Oakland's players, even pimps, more, and money. Yeah, but... They don't have no gang but you, I know, but but you still have knowledge of it because you're in nah, California. But, I mean, you, know, you know the blood crib situation, but you don't know yeah. to the extent of it. Well, that's what I'm saying. This, this one banging was really banging. Yeah. Niggas is knocking on your door, airing out the whole fucking house. Because yeah, the way you they, had your hat probably, on yesterday. They probably still doing that now, except with different shit. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, they they probably still doing that now. It's just everything now is more, uh, you know what I mean? Everything now is on the internet now. No, it's still bad. Can you, more can you remember when Kendrick did that, that documentary? And he's like, he's talking about so-and-so, the dude that was cooking in the kitchen. He gave him a little bit of money so he could start that shit. And then I think at the end of the documentary or later on, they put so-and-so that was in that documentary. He was murdered a week later. Then the other dude was murdered two weeks later. And it's like, yo, the shit still ain't stopped. Even though he's putting them in position, it's yeah. still don't stop. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. That's why I said, Jai, you got dudes out here that's really living that shit. And you want to pretend to be it. When that's what you're going to do. And you have, correct me if I'm wrong, does he have a child? A daughter or something like that? Yeah, he got his daughters in the game. His daughters at every home game for the most part. What Come on, pop? man. You don't see my mm. man JT doing that shit. Mm. They said his pops are trying to be Usher. He's trying to. Is, no, he looks exactly pops? like Usher. He looks exactly like Usher. Yeah, he wants to be. A, he looks like he want to be a star. And stuff, that's what I was going to ask you. Know you. Know that's what I was going to ask but, you. But, like but, but we've seen that. We've seen that with the balls. We've seen that with the you balls. Know, but you know, I know, you, know, you, know you, you yeah. see that with fucking Lamar um, Ball, yeah. Uh, fucking Venus and them dad. I mean, some some fathers want the spotlight as well too, which that's cool, but not your kid. Oh, I was trying to tell Johnny earlier. There was a dude. You, okay, y'all remember Boys in the Hood, right? Yep. You remember the dude that killed hey, fucking, the dude that killed Ricky? Yeah, he, he yeah, out he got for real, right? Exactly. Yeah, he um, got for real. That's like, what Dre like, was trying to so tell So what they were saying, they were saying, he, he got the movie part, and he got another movie part with John Simpson, then he got another part, but then people said, yo, this is a guy that graduated from high school, went to college, did very well. But he started believing that street shit. So he started coming down to South Central and really hanging out with dudes. Next thing you know, this nigga gets in a shootout with somebody and ends up killing somebody. Mm. Right? Then he goes to jail and he's calling that gang shit and the gang shit keep calling gang shit. And then some dude whipped out and stabbed him up. Nigga cut his eye out and everything. Nigga died a violent death. And he's like, dude, you shouldn't even have been here in the first place. You believe the character that you was. That's crazy. That's crazy. So he kept getting typecast as a gangbanger number three. And he started, and- started believing <laughs> oh, that shit. shit. But, 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 yo, I'm going to bug you out. Yo, my man just said that shit. About BMF, what the dude that plays in BMF? What's the, the Lamar? No, no, not Lamar. They was talking about Lamar, but the other one that shot the nigga, the one that, that they were scared of, that shot his moms. Remember he said that? He the shot Remember the dude shot his moms? He's like, yo, fuck that, she was stealing from me. He's like, yo, that's your mother. He said, I don't give a fuck. The nigga, the big nigga that oh. that, that that fucking um that Ooh, that, that not canine. Yes, canine. Oh yeah, yeah, canine was the big dude, right? He was one of the. He, oh, he was wasn't one of the big. Ain't that big. No, though. I ain't talking about big and muscle. I'm talking about big and power. When he was like, well, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so he, it was just matter of fact. Wasn't they just interviewing him? I think back few. Yeah, yeah S-O-N-M. It was, our people S O him. He's like, nah. He said, yeah, I had to catch myself a few times because I catch myself in that character. But then I realized, hold on, I'm in a real life situation. That shit might not go according to the script. <laughs> so he said, I got to be careful how I talk and move because I'm with some dudes that what, you know, that shit could my whole career might change in a minute. And then they asked him about fucking Lamar. He said, oh, no. He said, that nigga stay in character, even though he's from London. The accent and everything. He said he doesn't stop character till they're done done. No till, like, shit. he's on his way back overseas. Then he'll bring his London accent back. 
Yo, and he, he right. said the dude's like scary looking for real, like for Yo, real, for real. Yeah. If we if we talk about BMF, tell me, is everybody caught up on the latest episode? Yeah. Okay. Tell me everybody. I can't hear Vinny, bro. Is Vinny? Yo, where's Vinny? At? I can't hear Vinny. I'm yeah. here. I'm here. He's just oh, okay. he's, right. he's observing. He's observing because he keeps his quotables in the tuck until it's time to shoot him off. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, why on this last episode was Snoop put his uh, his hand on, on on her knee, and she's like, "I need counsel. I don't need comfort." Oh, and then he it? was like, "He was like, oh yes, brother, uh, take this check and split it right down he's the a, middle." Here's right, a check. He said, "Oh right no, right down the middle. I need you to take that back." Right down the middle. Oh my God! God. Yo, it was all I was like, like damn, you she ain't got double this. Yeah, you got yo. this by your husband in the preacher district. Yo, literally just told you just told the preacher that you was working for pennies at Wendy's and shit. It was like, God damn, you man. Seeing that backdoor boogie. Hey yeah. man, that ain't, that's not even a show. That's real life. Why sometimes some some people are kind of you know uh, weary, leery, leery of these pastors and shit like that, man. Oh like, hell yeah, because they human beings. Like else. Absolutely, I know a couple. They did, but they want to sit there and preach like they godly. Tell, tell, tell you about yourself, but mm-hmm. they thought it was a young girl. They thought it was a young girl. The, the young girls in the, in the choir. Yeah, you see, uh, shit. What was it? Uh, even That's, the J Dubs, even the J Dubs out in Lancaster. You heard about that? The one, the one dude. He was a J Dub, and he was getting a uh, J Dubs. If, if for those who don't know, I mean Jehovah's Witness. But he got caught too. He got bagged like trying to run a little little sex ring with the young Jones in the congregation. And shit, it's like. Fuck out of here, man. Comes back down to my Is that a perfect cover? What? Being a a pastor? If you like, if you have pedophile tendencies. No, it's it's, it's not. Being a priest. Being a priest. Being a priest. Being a priest is a perfect cover. Which is crazy. Because I'm like, damn, y'all are not even the girls. Y'all want to find the little boys? Yeah, that's disgusting. They got a fun account. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know too much about it. I just know that I heard they got a a fun account. I guess. Billions. If you've been if you've been touched if you've been touched you can get a payment you can get a settlement from them billions <laughs> they don't go to jail they just get it they get a they give you a settlement yeah they be like this send him to, to Milwaukee give them about two million and we're gonna sweep this shit under the rug they just yeah, transfer his so congregation yeah. yeah and then you pay the people off because most people are gonna show up for two million now true ain't ain't too many people go nah fuck that now nah, two million I mean I'm a little and fucked up in the head. Free. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little fucked up in the head, but that two months can go a long way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's, yo, you really think it's tax free? Yeah. Well, coming from them, yes. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be gifted. Yeah, coming from a gifted, from a religious gift. from a religious faction, I'm, yeah. I would assume it that be it'd gifted. be tax free. It's just like the Michael Jackson shit, especially if it's hush money. Because this is one thing. Because it's a settlement money. Yes, it is tax free. Yes, it is. Because I remember when Johnny Cochran, I remember watching the thing, and Johnny Cochran said he said one thing that he was really mad upset about Michael was like. Why? Why are we uh, paying people off? He said that's an omission of guilt. I didn't do nothing, Johnny. Well, then we ain't paying nobody. He said I could win this case. And Johnny Cochran is telling you he could win the case. Let the man win the case. Yeah, but he was saying he'd rather just nah. But 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 this is what I'm saying. But it's still public scrutiny. The man's yeah. been dead for about 15 years now, and we're still talking about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even like he's gonna, yeah, he's gonna figure- the figure that's never going to die off. Like he's one of those people that is just not yeah, going to die off. They're just like Chris Rock. Said, even though it was funny, but he's right. He said. Y'all play Michael Jackson records, but y'all accuse him of the same thing that you accuse Chris Rock. I mean, uh, R. Kelly of. There's really no difference. Nah. You ain't got that tape, well, though. You ain't got that tape, though. Most of the have seen the tape of what R. Kelly did. That's what it is, Tenure. that tape. And you said, I've seen the tape of Michael Jackson did, too. <laughs> what What tape? The, he admitted that the, 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 the one uh, reporter that did the, um, the, the documentary on him, and they're in there. 
and I mean, they, they know he wasn't in the physical act, but listen, oh, you talking about the, the 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 Indian dude? The little boy wouldn't let his arm go, and he was he was trying to talk to him about like who do you, who do you where do you sleep at? And the life and child lies. So he, I, he said, I sleep on the floor. I give my bed to the kids. I'm giving my bed to the company. I just let them sleep. I just sleep on the floor. And the little boy basically like, no, we sleep together. Basically, I know he probably cut that shit out. He said that shit. Yeah, yeah, he did with the, with the, the Indian dude. And then they were set him up. He's like, yo, he Marshall. set me up. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then, he used to admit that too, just saying that, uh, yeah, we sleep in the bed together, but and then he take out, take it out to be sick. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but that's, that's what I'm saying. That's a, that's to me that right there. Listen, and I don't give a fuck, yo. Yeah, I don't care how many people people used to like try to say he didn't have a childhood or whatever. Listen, that yeah. childhood is only 12, 13 years old. 12, 13 years. You gotta get over that shit. You turn fifty. You know what <laughs> I mean? We turn thirty. That's what made it. That's what made it so tough because it's like, but yeah, it's it, it, it really been innocent in his head, but it's. Just, that anybody would just look at it and be like, "Nah, that's some. What are you doing?" <laughs> it, was, it was too many. It was he had too many cover ups for him. Like he did too many cover up things because he was so great at dancing and singing. And it kind of like we gave him the pass and let him do whatever he wanted to do. Basically, like yeah. he just man, he up he gets caught. He gets accused of uh, molesting children again and get and just up to marries Lisa Marie Presley and has a fake marriage for what for four or five months. However long that shit was. For, yeah, I mean, for publicity. publicity you know what I mean. When you find out the heroes can't have, fly, yeah. man, you know, my hero can't fly. You know, you, you, yeah. you, you don't want to accept it, but, you, you know, nobody want to hear that shit. You know, it's like, no disrespect. And I don't mean this with no disrespect. I don't know why he's calling up here talking crazy shit. But I ain't no fucking uh, Wendy Houston was a crackhead, like literally a crackhead. Yeah. They said she began yeah. hot for years, even before the Bobby Brown yeah. shit. Yeah, she was the one. She was on. She was doing it before Bobby, and everybody, everybody thought it was Bobby's fault that he got her on it. I would have never was, pictured her. Again. Could you remember? They, they I'm her, glad they showed they, it. They had her on a, a pedestal, and I didn't yeah, know she was a freak was like either. A, from Jersey, yeah. They said Eddie Murphy was tearing that shit up. That's why she. That's how she met Bobby Brown. Wow. Because Eddie Murphy dumped her, and she was crying. He's like, "What's going on?" And that's how they end up starting dating. He's like, "Thank you, Eddie Murphy." <laughs> her movie was horrible too. Off the off the, off the record, on the record, that movie that uh, I just want to um, I want to dance with somebody. Yeah, I, I don't know if you any of you guys did. Yeah, I mean, it was that really shit was horrible. It was yeah. what, the girl that played it. Does it she do horrible. her thing? Nah, man. These these, these biopics. These biopics are getting bad. Because first of all, they're making them too much, and then you're not getting the right people. Like the James Brown one was probably one of the best ones I've seen. But then you did no. Ellen John. Which one? Ray. Ray, oh, is the oh, best oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Ray's the best one. He was alive and he was with him yeah. like 24 yeah, 7 Ray, Ray for a while while he did it. Period. It's the best. Ray, Ray's the best. Uh, I liked Ali. Yeah. Huh? I liked Ali. Ali I liked good. Malcolm no. X. Ali was, good. Ali was horrible. I liked Ali. Was, Ali. Was, I thought okay. Wilson was joking too much. He was joking too. Because he, he used to do that. He used to do that joking on the on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air show. Oh, I tell so you when he did it as acting, it just like felt like, all right, he felt like he was joking too much. Like I, t- I tell you what, two biopics we should yeah. never ever watch again. What? We better never watch that All Eyes on Me shit again. Oh, hell no. Oh, that was, that was a joke. That, that was, was a that one and was done. the worst shit ever. Yeah, who who made that shit? Benny Boom? Shame on them. That shit was the worst shit ever. I and I ain't going to talk shit. it was a lot of... Yeah, the was was too far behind it either. Which one? No, no, no. The tourist was, the the was right good. Me. It was good, but it could have been a lot better. But 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 big shout out to Gravy because Gravy got a nice, wonderful acting career right now. Gravy's no, a good dude too. Biggie. That that nigga is typecast. Big. He's he typecast. No yeah. That's big, yo. Man, Gravy, man. Gravy. Every movie I see, man, he's big, yo. That nigga did a great job as big, no, yo. Yeah. I mean, who are- that, that he did. He did play Biggie real good. But I just think the it was just a lot of 
But it's almost like, even like the straight out of Compton shit. Like, I'm sitting here dying. Like, everybody's like, why is he laughing so hard? You remember when Snoop's like, damn, Drake, what's that? He said, oh, it's a new beat that came up when he was playing G thing. Yeah, and then he like, gets on the keyboard and goes, damn, dude, damn. He's yeah, like, oh, Drake, that's it. So, nigga, that's in the record. Exactly. That's in the fucking record. That's the part everybody was laughing. Producers were laughing at that part. Like, like why is he acting like he played that shit out <coughs> when, when that shit was. Um, already in the yeah, fucking record. It's, it's the sample already, yo. yo. But that was when I, like. I was in there. If you dying. never knew about sampling and never really cared about it, you would think. But. Cause that's what all of us thought. Like I literally thought when I first heard the Chronic that Dre was literally sitting there playing every single instrument. I didn't know nothing about you know part uh, Paul I mean, Funkadelic and none of that. I, see, I kind of did. I kind of did because they kind of they, they kind of gave you the backstory on that when it came out. Like, like he was big, like uh, the uh, George Clinton and them was like uh, they was yeah, always in the news shit. and you know what I mean when it came out. And you, they played, see, but I wasn't music, raised on that, so I ain't I was. But that's why I started laughing when I first heard G thing. I'll never forget. It was 1991. I just got the Marine Corps. And no, it was 92. And I hit the, uh, the G. No, was, yeah, 92. I hit the G thing shit. I'm like this. And everybody said, what you laughing? I said, nigga, ain't nothing but Leon Haywood. Fuck, uh, get funky for you. And it's like, and then we played the record. I said, play the record. <laughs> and he's like, oh, shit. He said he ain't do nothing to it but rhyme over it. Looped yeah. it. But well, from what I heard, too, that that wasn't the original G thing song. He changed that. They changed the whole beat up because Shug or somebody over there was like, yeah, we got to change the beat. We got to make it more palatable, well, so I'm to speak. Well, but here's the funny shit, though, man. Leon, you hear Leon Hayward talk about it. It's like they jerked the shit out of him. Look at that nigga like 10000 for the rights for that record. Oh, they bought the rights to the record, so they wouldn't the have to pay for rights. the sample. Yep. Yeah, so did uh, Boy, did did Eric Sermon, too. He bought uh, the rights to uh, Just Like No, he didn't buy the rights. He got the clearance from the, the, from the, uh, from the family. Uh, for for Marvin Gaye, because remember Robin Thicke? That's what Robin Thicke got uh, sued for. Him and Pharrell. Okay, Trizzy stepped out for a second. He said, "Be right back." But um, yeah. Um, what other uh topics are we gonna keep it moving on? We was talking about having kids after forty, and you was like, "I definitely want to talk about this." No, shit. I'm saying, nigga, I'm a I'm a fucking yo, dude. My kids' age range from thirty seven down to seven. I yeah, got like that's fucking 10 kids, fucking... 10, 11 kids. I got like a big disparity in ages. I got 37. I got 36. I got 34. I got 32, soon to be 33. I got 25, soon to be 26. I got 19, soon to be 20. Right? And then you drop down to fucking 13, 12, 11, 7. And then that's I think crazy. I got another one that's another 26 because my mother, uh, her and Robert, I'm fucking with both of them at the same time. So, you know what I'm saying? Jesus. The wild life of fucking Abdul Salam. No, Shit. That's just I was young. Mm. I was young, you know, the traveling in the military, you you, you, Vinny. you you get a lot of kids, man. Vinny's the last of us, literally. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Where you at, Vinny? You you awfully quiet this episode. Nah, I'm good. There's a you know, if if I don't have something to speak on it, I'm gonna just look <laughs> Oh no, no, no. Let me tell you something. This this is another thing. I'm about to kick Vinny in his ass. <laughs> If this no. motherfucker don't get his own comic, yo, nigga, I knew you was good, but I didn't know you was that fucking good. I'm on this nigga's page. I'm like, yo. He could draw his ass off. No, first can. of all, I'm about to get two pizzas off him. I ain't doing that friendship shit. I'm going to pay for mine. I already know what no, I want. No, he charges all Hey, Vinny, I need the champion. Remember when the champion said, so speaks the champion. A lot of you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. That's an old, when it was all the Avengers was about to fight, the champion was fucking everybody up. He knocked the fucking bricks out of the thing. He crushed fucking, he grabbed the Incredible Hulk by the fucking hand. He was big as fuck, black, blue, with a big blonde wig and big ass motherfucking uh, handbands looking like a motherfucking, he's one of the, the Israelites. And then at the end of the comic book, he had his hands on his wrist and he goes, so speaks the champion. 
Look it up. You Wait, remember I'm that Vin Rock? Yeah, but I need I need a refresher, but I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, I'm telling you, that's that's that's, that's what when I used to read comic books, that was the main thing. I said, yo, why nobody talks about the champion? I guess the champion's an equivalent. What's the nigga you talk about all the time now? That's they know whoever. Yeah, they know. I think he's a off a a off thin yeah. off, of, off the champion. We're talking uh, 82, 83 now. So I mean, you guys was like, and kids that was still. probably still a one off, yeah. a one off of of like a spinoff series. Yeah, but or his, his, yeah, his print work is got like, God damn, man, he's fucking nice. Yeah, he is. He is. You ain't see what he did with the ghost face with the uh, Cuban link album. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I seen the, <laughs> no, I seen him sign autographs with some little kid. I'm looking like. That's it. Yes, it I was is. Like, oh shit! Yeah, I said, my man, that's my he name. He be doing, he be doing signings. Uh, yes, they be having. Um, the, the, Almino the, put you onto that, right? Going to the comic uh, book exhibits and drawing. And his brother, because uh, I wasn't trying to do it, and then his brother had a table, and then um, had a migraine, and he was like, "Yo, take this table." When they had the Comic Con at the farm show, okay, uh, and I went down not the farm show at the mall, where uh, at the old uh, Macy's or whatever. Yep. <laughs> I just so I, I got some shit together and just set up a table there and just like got hooked on it. So I just started making that little side joint. Uh, yeah, well, let me know when the next ones. I'm coming. And plus, yeah. I want to, um, like, uh, I'm, you know, I'm getting back into my Batman. Man, Batman. Yeah, shit. I got one in June, but there's a Harrisburg one in August that I'll be at. Yeah. So the next, the next Harrisburg one, in August at the farm show. Just let me know because I'm, yeah. I'm telling you, like, I'm Quiet. Like, Batman, man. You, you know, what Quiet. I like Batman. Yep. Go ahead. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, do you like Batman? Yeah, Vinny, yeah. you like Batman? That's his That's favorite. That's his okay. favorite. Okay, oh, well, you're more That's of an expert. Favorite, you're yeah. more expert than me in Batman. But what makes you like Batman more so than any other superhero, whether DC or Marvel? Uh, just uh, willpower and strategy. There's a lot of uh, you know, a lot of other heroes just rely on just uh their powers, but he has to rely on strategy. So my it's fucking not just, man, you know, because he has to figure out. What your weakness is, and that's one of the dope reasons why I like that when he's on like the Justice League or whatever, because you got all these gods basically on your team. Exactly, you're a human. You're a fucking regular man. He's like the general. He knows what everybody's weaknesses and strengths are, and he tells everybody what to do, where to go to to guarantee a victory. Love Batman. Yeah. Quiet as kept, Vinny. Uh, when you when you was up at Penn State, that was my birthday weekend. We was gonna take the weekend and go up there and surprise you and shit, but I. Shit didn't work out the way I thought it was. We was gonna pull up on you at the Penn State Comic Con thing they had up there. Hey, Ben, you ever seen the, the, the documentary on Batman? How Bob Love stole the idea from his partner? He did. He didn't steal it, but they worked on it together. He took all the credit. Okay, you you, you remember his partner, right? Where his grandson? Uh, his partner's uh, name was Bill Finger. And you know, you know what high school he went to. And it's such a big deal that in the industry, when you get uh, fucked over and don't get credit for your shit, it's called getting fingered. Yo, he mm-hmm. went to the same. He went to high school with Stan Lee. No shit. Yeah, you know where Stan Lee went, right? Where my fucking high school, nigga, D with Clint High School, man. Stan <laughs> Lee, motherfucking Polo, Ralph Lauren. Come on, man. All the old Jewish guys went to my high school, man. That's why I'm always fucking sounding like I'm older when I'm younger. <laughs> and you got no choice but to forget. Yeah, when we when Stan Lee came to our school, we was like, oh shit. Like y'all, understand? Like, you know, we high school kids. Everybody's in the comic books. This is true. Eighty two. There ain't no fucking yeah. None of this other shit. This out. Stanley Kane, he bought the big fucking picture of the Incredible Hulk and Spider-Man. And then that's when he was talking about the X-Men shit. And that's when I put two and two together. I said, is this nigga talking about Malcolm X in <laughs> But I didn't he see based it. a lot of but shit I didn't of black see black Yeah, I didn't see it then. And then later on in life, when he was saying the concept came from Malcolm X on one side, 
Okay, but Malcolm X is obviously Magneto. Yeah. And Dr. King is Doc, is Professor X. Now, then, yeah. 40 years later, I'm like, oh, shit, it makes sense. Vinny, you knew this, right? Yeah, Chris Claremont had a story called God Loves, Man Kills that, like, made that less ambiguous and more like, yo, this is what we doing with these characters. And, and Stan was like, yeah, 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 that's what I'm going to do. Because <laughs> it was like that, but it wasn't. But it was kind of like accidentally like that. Like yeah. he, he did that way where it was more, but it's almost like it was subconscious. Like that wasn't exactly his thought. But when he read that, he was just like, that is probably what I meant to do without really realizing it because that time in which he was playing the X-Men, him and Jack Kirby and Jack Kirby should be just as famous as Stan Lee created so many characters from Silver Surfer to Thor, Fantastic Four, Cat America, Fantastic Four. Like all, it was all over the place. All the, all Crazy. the most characters right now was in like a five, six year period of time in which both, uh, you know, Stan Lee and Jack Kirby and Steve Dicko and, um, and, and a couple other artists that was helping out just was on like a flurry of just like incredible create, creative, like just perfect storm. And, and there was a lot of amazing dope shit that came out in that period of time that, you know, a lot of people, you know, Obviously, I've tried to recreate, and it's just, I was just like, well, that's the golden era of creative, you know. Got, got uh, you. So, let me ask you this, because you said another character that a lot of people don't talk about anymore, Silver Surfer. You know, I I, yep. I, don't, I know they said the Silver Surfer had a, another, more so of a political overtone, more of the oppressed servant equivalent to the Negro back back in the 60s. But then, you know, like, yeah, I'm getting unoppressed and become somebody. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, it, I heard. It, I heard it was some political overtone to that as well. Not overly as much as the X Men, but it was some uh, some political overtones. I don't know how true it was though on that one. Yeah, yeah. They um, Stanley wanted to create a villain for the Fantastic Four, and he was like, basically, create me like a god. And, and Jack Kirby said, "All right, cool. Here's Galactus." And then they were like, "All right, we, cool. We need somebody beneath him that's more closer to the Fantastic Four level that they can like." try to use him to help them beat Galactus so uh, we need an in-between and, and Jack Kirby was like alright cool I got you Silver Surfer and then what they wanted to do is basically um, have I that be a, none of this go keep going basically have that be another comic that spun off because the whole thing was he was you know an alien who was just trying to do right and help mm. you know Galactus but he just want, he lo- you know he loved the power and shit like that and he helped Galactus find worlds to destroy and it wasn't until the Fantastic Four where he he felt like like to Silver Surfer he would find plans for Galactus to basically like eat like the planet's life force and basically was like for us what we would think just going out into the woods and like killing a deer or something we didn't think nothing of it because they were just food to us but yeah. when after Earth Fantastic Four were so intelligent and smart and there were so many superheroes here Silver Surfer was like hold up this ain't just some regular average planet with just like fucking regular caveman and people on it like these motherfuckers are powerful and smart like Galactus hold up and Galactus like now nah, fuck them I'm eating them anyway and they they helped uh, instead of surfing you know basically I had to talk Galactus into like finding some place else to go like Fantastic Four too like hey we'll find some place else to eat but these ain't this isn't just ants here they, they're they civilized they're they're powerful they're, they're on their way to being but who would be able to fuck you up back so let's, let's find some place else then Jack was so busy doing other shit that he was, he had uh, commitment. So Dan took and made that a character who used to be human and 
and had all these other like backstories. And Jack was pissed off because he was like, "Nah, that wasn't my my outline for him. My outline for him was he was supposed to be like in a completely alien organic force that just basically built on power and to to show that was what it was it took to be compassionate and shit mm-hmm. like that because humanity would have just said fuck them. Yeah. Oh shit. So, I never knew that story. Yeah man. Jack uh, was cool. Jack, oh I was reading that shit when you niggas was still your pops nutsacks. No, that is eighty something. No, shit. I'm telling nigga, I've been in the comic book since I'm telling you, I wasn't even born yet. Yeah, I was born in seventy eight, nigga. The two things when six, I was a kid. No, I was born in the seventies, nigga. Yeah. I mean I was born in the sixties. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? Two things was a big thing. Comic books and fucking baseball cards. Yeah. Baseball cards. Oh my god. Baseball cards, nigga. I'll be there all day had a shoebox full of that shit. Teachers like, I'm gonna take your baseball cards. No. See. All right, let's. Uh, damn, that was a that was a good little tangent, yeah, though. That was a good little history lesson right there. Shit, um, I wanted to touch on this this whole tax stone Troy Ave thing and shit. Vinny, you are you uh, familiar on it? I did a little bit of um, diving today on it to, to familiarize myself. I'm familiar with the concept of what happened there, but wasn't too sure with the specifics. But the concept is pretty simple. That I can, you know that you know if, if you want to explain, go ahead. But I can kind of like. I don't know. Basically, that was a you fuck around, you find out moment, if you ask me. Or it was a it was a when you talk all that shit on the Internet and then you finally see the person you're talking shit about and then watch what happens type. Oh, we talking about that. I was misunderstood the setup. I thought you were talking about the bank. No, 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 no. Not the bank. Not the banking system. I want to get into that with somebody who's really it. Into that, um, but ain't yeah, it? that bank. That's why you said something like, "Nigga, I don't know what the fuck Silicon Valley bank." Was. Nigga, Silicon Dr- Valley. Dr- Dre's on it too, but he's 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 off right now. He's gonna yeah, jump back to, on. Yeah, I'm about to, I, to, I know you. I know. Nah, the, the the whole Troy Ave thing. Troy Ave's a podcast to the equivalent of like, well, he wanted to be like Joe Biden. He would, he would have controversial takes, but he was always shitting on uh, Troy Ave the rapper. Now you remember Troy Ave, right? Yeah. Okay, so he was always shitting on him and shit. It's like, yeah, nigga, you whack, you trash, whatever. He was like, whatever, nigga. It's like, and then Taxstone would always say on his podcast and his episode, like, yes, do something to me. I want you to try and do something to me. Like, you know, I'm hardcore Brooklyn dude, blah, 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 blah. So he he got into it with him. He got into it with Cam. He got into it with a lot of people. So then T.I. invited Troy because he had a song. Um, he was he was real close to signing with Grand Hustle, uh, Troy Ave was. And he invited him over there to... Uh, uh, what's the club in New York? What's the club in New York? The the hall. Uh, Niggas a million close to me. I know, I know. It was one of anyway. <laughs> anyway, so they met him in the green. So they crossed paths in the green room. A couple of gunshots went off, and Troy Ave uh, ended up shot, and his bodyguard ended up killed. And then that was like a couple of years. This is like five, six years ago now that you see the video of Troy Ave like limping through the club, shooting at people and shit. And when you saw that, everybody was all like, oh, he's done. You got a gun in New York City, and it's on tape, and, and you're shooting. shooting in the club. Yes, and you're shooting in a club. And he was in jail, and everybody was all like, oh, stick a fork in him. He's done. And then come to find out, like, after, like, more and more thorough investigation and shit, then they let him out after, like, eight months. And then they arrested Tax because I guess they found, I guess, the DNA on the inside of the clip and everything was all Tax Stone's DNA and shit. So now they just now started the, the, like the trial last week, and Troy Ave um, yesterday testified and uh, testified like you know saying yeah this motherfucker shot me and my man, and I took the gun and I you know what I mean I went and went after him and fired back. So 
the the part that I want to get at is how stupid the internet is calling him a snitch for saying what the obvious what pretty much what the obvious was after further investigation, like how non-street people are saying that Troy Ave is a snitch. Like if he was like a criminal, like he just went there to perform with T.I. because T.I. invited him and he ended up getting shot and his bodyguard ended up getting killed. You know what I mean? And the fact that people are calling him a snitch for taking the stand. I mean, see, like, yeah, but man, like Doggy Diamond said, like, dude, this is different. Like, like, nigga, this dude tried to kill him. What the fuck you talking about? Like, this, it's not like, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people get this shit misconstrued. When they talking about the snitch shit, they talking about the shit like Sammy the Bull. They're talking about I am a criminal in a criminal organization. Yeah, yeah, like Sammy the Bull, prime example. Yeah. Yo, me and John got to kill like 92 people. Oh, 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 you gonna talk shit oh. about me? Oh yeah, yeah. Me and Johnny killed this nigga. Me and Johnny killed him. Me and Johnny killed him. Later. Now you're snitching. Yeah. Not saying, yo, this dude tried to kill me yesterday. Fuck out of here. Yo, who tried to kill you? That nigga right there. Yes. <laughs> right, right. That's some shit I'll never understand. Like, this isn't some, you know, we all go and rob a bank and then yeah. I'll get away by fought. So yeah, I, I give snitching. up. Thank you. you know? That's a big difference between like when Buster's security guard got shot and he won't tell nobody who did it. Because, yo, he shot his fucking security guard. Who was and his you friend? Yes. You, it was your friend, and but the, it, it's like, all right. So, are you gonna go get street justice to go kill him, or are you just not gonna do anything? Now, this shit will never. That family will never be able to rest because you ain't gonna do nothing about it. You ain't gonna tell the cops to do anything about it. You just living by some stupid ass code. That, yeah, exactly. That you're not a part of. Like I said, <laughs> if you're not a street dude, you're not a street dude. Oh, that even that even gangbangers will tell you like, yo, that, that shit don't apply to fucking civilians. If you just Thank if you, you just some on the street and somebody comes up and fucking carjack you and and you know hurts your kids or something, you ain't supposed to just say. Oh yeah, I'm not telling. I'm not telling. Yeah. Yeah, that's the dude that shot your mom shit. yesterday. I'm, I'm gonna look up him. where it was at. Oh, Irving Plaza. That's what it was. Oh, Irving yeah, Plaza. Plaza. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I knew it started with an I, and I couldn't think of it for the life of me. It was an Irving Plaza shooting. Yeah, the big hole. Yeah, but it's the fact that motherfuckers are literally like in comment section commenting on it, saying that he snitched. I'm like, he's not snitching. No, no, but 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 like you said, who's commenting? Ain't no killer yeah, commenting. It's, yeah. it's, it's Joe Schmo that goes to fucking Columbia University. Exactly. It's, it's, it's John Mannix that lives in Toronto, Canada, somewhere with his mom's basement, commenting it. It's all the dudes that want to be doing something that they'll never do it. Because if you let me tell you something, no killers on the fucking internet right now. Exactly. Talking about it. Yeah, I gotta read off some of these stupid ass comments, yo. And it's like, it, and it was and the fact that it's killing me that it was even like grown men saying shit. And I was like, are you serious? You're grown up. You should know the difference as well and shit. Shout out to Doggy Diamonds for actually saying what the fuck Doggy it is. Diamonds. Yeah, man. Shout out to him, man. Shit. Speaking his his real mind. They're like, that shit don't even, man. He shot it. They're saying, let me see. What do you say? A lot of people is like, I'm just reading one off of academics because here's the one we get the most ratchet people. Like, uh, what do you say? Uh, my boy had no choice. It was self-defense. True. Troy Ave is telling his side of the story. Tax killed his man. If he don't say nothing, then they're going to say he killed his friend. Streets is a myth. It's true true you know what i mean it's just but then there's some other people is like dude's head on right now uh look like no they talk about how he look and shit free both of those black men okay yeah troy yeah block me everybody is still like troy ab is snitching troy ab is snitching like it's like are you kidding me that's just i don't know man say what 
What's the alternative? Yeah, they I'm don't want him to say. Yeah, what you gonna say? Oh, I, uh, did it was me that did it. Now I'll go to jail for the rest of my life. Exactly. But no, nah, but but what's he supposed to do? Go go find him and and put a hit out on him. Go kill him himself. Is that what he's supposed to do? You know what I mean? Like exactly. And they, they, yeah, everybody, not the dude taking the stand. Yes, the dude that got shot and his man got killed, and he didn't even bring the gun to the to the uh, to the venue. So, and then that's another thing too, though. They're like, well, how did Tax get the gun in there? So that's where Irving Plaza is kind of uh, what do you call that? Uh, this susceptible. Yes. So the it's like, no and one man. of the people that got shot too was uh, during that whole little scuffle too. Like a bullet went through the ground and shot Mano's girl too. Yeah, I remember a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people. She's like, I'm sitting here, sitting. I'm dancing and listening. You know, I'm like, what the fuck? She said she's bleeding. It mainly had to grab. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So it's like, yeah, it was just like you you were talking shit though, antagonizing people on the internet, and then you ran across them in real life, and yeah, it didn't go in your favor though, buddy. You know what I mean? That's my only thing. And I like, and this is the funny thing. I love that uh, Tack Stone's uh, podcast while it was out before he went to jail. I mean, it was good. You know what I mean? He was hilarious. He had his little And that's the shit. thing. Yeah. If anything, exactly right. Like, I wasn't too familiar because I ain't, I ain't know about podcasting then. Yeah. But obviously, you, you 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 created a niche. Why would you want to create enemies? You want as much people to be... But that's what you, he's building it off Yeah, of but, but you want people to come on your show. So why, that's what I'm saying. So why would you create enemies, like, you know, or even get them on the show and then confront them, but at least give them a chance to get on your show. So if you want to be a shock jock, okay, but... You don't create enemy to where people say, man, fuck that nigga. I ain't, uh, yo, if I go on the show, I'm going to do something. Kind of do yeah. what Charlemagne did. Charlemagne's nothing but a shock jock. He yeah. pushes the envelope he, just to the point where he's not going to get knocked out. But he pushes it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All, that, all that shit and drama and hate stuff. Look at uh, Academic. He is corny as dude with that shit. Yeah, and he does all that shit from his $2 million house that he built off of the back of talking shit off of everybody and shit. I mean, I'm not mad at the kid, man. I'm like, I and then when be... he steps out, he gets police security, though. Yeah, but, but, but I mean, I, I, this is the thing. I can't be mad at nobody that's made a living doing something. Like you said, as long as you ain't talking to tough guy shit, we good. Yeah. Don't talk to tough guy shit if you're not a tough guy. That's all true. Because they're going to step to you. Say what, yeah. what happened, Vinny? That's, that's, that was the point, though. He academic be talking to that. Now he does. He wasn't saying that shit before. Yeah, so he wasn't saying when he was regular. Yeah, now he has the money to get private security. He got the money to have the police come get him. He got the money to get but some also too though it's exposing like who's really a tough guy, and that goes into what we were talking about earlier with the John Moran shit. Yeah. Motherfuckers be acting all super yeah, super tough, a, and then again, I, if you gotta yeah. talk it, man, you ain't gotta worry about it. You remember, you remember the one time Jim Jones was like, yo, I talk tough because I do tough things. Yeah. Then right after that, they showed a the nigga running out the, the rucker. With true stuff. life. When, yeah. when, when, when they started chasing him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you got, you know, like, for what? It wasn't even worth it. Jim, we know who you are. If you got to solidify your shit, then it's not solidified. And that's what I'm telling you. Everybody, like, yo, dude, when, when, when you hear about these killers and shit, you be like this. Man, I ain't know what man was like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would have never guessed this dude, like, Baba. It's just like the big drug dealer. Like, I would have never guessed. I thought a nigga just sold sneakers for a living. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but then, but then you yeah. got the big mouth dude that talks how much weight he sells, this and that. Yo, your bond to get out of prison is two hundred thousand dollars. Yo, like yo, I swear to God, this shit shocks me to this day. And I know a lot of people are gonna probably call me and say fuck you or yo Johnny and them trying to some shit. When the whole Tupac shit went down, and this is no disrespect to Tupac. I like Tupac as an actor. I'm not a big fan as a rapper, but I like him as an actor. Nigga, you ain't have a million dollars to bail yourself out of jail. 
The and bail was a million dollars. You ain't have enough money to bail yourself out of jail. And he Nigga, already had you like You had three two movies. number one fucking records in the in the country. And he you had, had three movies out. Yeah, about three movies. And yeah. you ain't have a million fucking dollars to bail yourself out of jail. Yeah, Juice Poetic Justice above the rim out. Then when he got out, he owed him what, like four or five records? Yeah, exactly. That he was so, so something told me, I was just like this, again, you perpetrated yourself one way, but you owe tonight a million dollars. You ain't have a million dollars, Tupac. Okay, I never understood that shit. Because yeah, she always bugged me. I, I said, figured, yeah, mm. I figured I owed him on some other shit. Like he bought out other contracts, or so. I thought he bought out like an old contract agreement or something. I never, I never understood until later that that he owed all them records to Shug to pay off a million dollars. Yeah, because when he said, "Yo, man, I can get out of here," he's like, "We me can get out of here." Then they got me on bail for for the appeal. How much is your bail? A million dollars. Even Shug looked at him like, "You ain't got a million dollars." And Shug right. Knight made him sign, though. You got to put out five, like five. No, th- 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 that's what he said. He said, oh, I can get you out, but there's the agreement. Yeah. Fuck it, I'll do it. Right, you'll be out tomorrow. Yeah. But it and shows. you got to think, if he was 24 years old. Yeah, but still, my point is, nigga, you perpetrate yourself in this lifestyle. You didn't have a million dollars to get yourself out of jail. You got, again, remind you, you got three movies that are popular, right? You got two number one albums. Yeah, the Tupac, yeah. Tupacalypse and the other shit. Strictly for my niggas. Yeah, it's strictly for my niggas. You're still making digital underground money. You're still getting digital underground money. You ain't have a million dollars, Johnny, to bail yourself out of fucking jail, man. Nobody, nobody talks about that shit. What'd you say, Vinny? That's a smart dude. He signs away all that time of his life for 200 k an album that he won't see a penny of. Yeah. That's just crazy. Always fascinating me. You know what I'm saying? Like all these big time drug dealers. Yo, nigga, I do this, do that. Yo, what's up? Man, my bail's 100000 So you ain't got 10000 to get you out of jail? All the niggas get a public defender. You got a public defender? But you're this big. Yeah. Nigga, you about to do a whole bunch of pull ups. <laughs> the fuck out of here. What happened to all this so called money you got? It's a facade. It's a facade. Oh. Oh, most of it's a facade. But ladies and gentlemen, I got to go do peace my, out. Yeah, me my, and Vinny are going to do this Last of Us talk because that shit season finale was Sunday and that was good. Yeah, hey, I'm going to watch yep. it eventually. Yeah, Just yeah. be ready for BMF. The new power comes on Power Book 2. Yeah, it comes. <laughs> when did that come on? This weekend or yeah, uh, next week? Friday. Oh, Friday. Yeah. No shit. The new right, Wu-Chang came out? I'm probably going to watch that That comes out Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday. All right. Yeah. All right. I'll wait tomorrow night then. All right. Well, I peace. always, my guy. Listeners, peace. We'll be here next week. Email us topics, people. Email us topics. Yes. Email us. I don't give a fuck what you want to talk about. We'll be able to talk about it in an adult manner in the fashion to agree to disagree. D-O-T-I-Pod at gmail.com. Peace. Yep. All right. Yep. And now, Vinny, we got to talk this uh, this Last of Us. I know you saw the finale. Yes, sir. I made it a point. I made it a point to see that uh, finale. And, And I was like, sheesh. Is that close to how the game ended? The first yeah, one? very close. very 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 close. That, it was really important that, that they nail that hospital scene and they set up the uh, the whole show building towards that because you had to go from him basically being annoyed by this chick that he had to lug along to um, you know looking at her like uh, you know blood like a daughter. So they had flashbacks in the first episode with him. Beating uh, the, the cops ass and having flashbacks with his daughter. They had um, the letter from the gay dude talking about, like, you know, you fight, like, you know, you fight for her. 
you had all these other instances which they they lead to it, and then you have him getting um, hurt and or helping him him out, and just they just kept working on you know strengthening that bond, strengthening that bond, and then uh, the major difference with the the video game version of the hospital scene and the what they did there is just it was more uh, you know there was more soldiers and yeah. uh, so. It went on longer. There was more people he killed, and even what they did, it was like he still, you know, went, you know, John Wick on him. So it's like it, it, it got the point across. Like you didn't need to have, you know, that many more soldiers for him to fight. But the cool difference that you probably, you know, most people I haven't really heard talk about is in the game, they gave you an option whether or not to kill the doctor when you got into the operating room. Oh no shit! And yeah, when you walk in there. Like, mind you, he's just going just fucks everybody up. Rambo. And then he gets, yeah, he goes Rambo style, fucks everybody up. And then, um, and, and, it's, and it's dope because when you're shooting people, you're hearing, they didn't really do this very well, but because there's many, um, you know, soldiers for him to go through, but you would hear them like organizing, like sweep the left, like, you know, come, you know, flank him on the right, blah, blah, blah. And he just like, whatever they try to pull to outsmart him, he, you know, he's fucking everybody up. But then he gets, you know, kills everybody and gets to, uh, almost everybody and gets to the operating room. Then the game, you know, the doctor tries to, like, calm you down. Like, no, no, you don't understand. Like, what are you doing? We have to do this. Like, there's so many lives to take, blah, 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 blah. And then you have the option right there. Like, there's no prompt. You have the option whether or not to, to, to shoot him. Like it doesn't just—it's not a cutscene. It's the gameplay. Mm. If you, so I remember when I first played it, I was like, "Oh shit, what am I supposed to fucking do here?" Because it was—it put you in his shoes as like, you know, somebody you spent you know, all this time in the game. And mind you, playing the game is is even more emotionally like charged connection that you get with these characters because you're fighting a lot more through the game. And there's banter. Like, unlike most games, like, ever, even when you're just, like, walking around, like, looking for health packs or whatever, you're, they're just constantly talking to each other. So this could have been two Got seasons it. of them fucking bantering. Like, you, you get really, you get to know them, like, really close, each, each other really close. Anyways, if you, all right, so if you just freeze and you don't do nothing, uh, other soldiers come in and, and kill you. Okay. So you have you have to kill the doctor. Like, what, basically, then it just, like, restarts my save and so has you walking in the room again. It's like, game doesn't end unless you kill that doctor. Then when you, uh, then when he picked her up and he's leaving with Ellie, um, <clears throat> there's all these sirens and everything, and it's just, like, it makes it a little bit more sense. I wish we would add the, like, the red flashing and, like, the alarm going off. Yeah. And basically, he, he, he kills a couple more people on the way out and, and he gets to the car and, and just, like, the show, Marlene was there and it's like, what are you doing now? Like, you don't understand. And he's like, uh, uh nah, you'll just come back. And, and yeah. Put the I was like, yo, son, son went John Rambo on. John Rambo. And the brilliance of it is like, this isn't a good person. Like he's supposed to be what, a, you know, like maybe the average person would do. He wasn't stopping and thinking of the ramifications. He was thinking, that's my kid. Fuck everybody. Fuck the world. Yes. So he has, so there's a lot of people who are like, that's like, what kind of asshole would do that? Like, you're doing millions. It's like, yeah, he's not, he never said he was, you know, 
never said he was Mother Teresa. Like, that's just a natural human decision that he Exactly. And he had an attachment because he's lost attachment to his literally almost everybody in his entire life. So, shit. I, I equate that, that whole scene or that last episode, the equivalent to the professional with Matilda. Yeah. I equate that to that. Like, he's willing, he was willing to kill and blow up all those cops in that entire building to save her. Anybody. Yes. So uh, that's what uh, I'm saying. And like, if you can't relate to that, then your whole perspective is whack. Shit. To quote Jay. God uh, damn it. But the brilliance is all right. So the second game, uh, it's about the aftermath of that. So it's just like, it's, it's about what happens because he not only did that, but he lied to Ellie that he even did it. Yeah. He did. So he, they didn't give her a choice whether or not she wanted to sacrifice her life for a cure, but either did he, he didn't give her a choice whether or not she, she wanted to, you know, save her. Like she was never consulted either way. So, you know, so it's, it's a very, very interesting where they go with the story because the second game is amazing as well. It is a, a lot of criticism and very divisive. There's a lot of people who, don't like what they did with the story i understand and love what they did with the story it made sense to me and a lot of people think that they'll change it up because of some of the backlash they got on the on the second game but the showrunner of the is the same person who wrote and directed the game and he's like i ain't changing shit hey, oh <laughs> so, you heard and also you know the dude who she chopped with the axe in the neck is the voice of the dude in the game He's Joel, yep. and then the girl that the, the the Ellie's mom in the in the last episode is Ellie. Yep, that's crazy. Yep, that's yep. crazy how they throw that in. But it was, nah, I w- it was just to me, it was, that was an emotional ass episode. But the fact that yep. he just did that without even thinking twice about it, yeah, it was just like. But I thought something was going to happen different for when he was the talkative one, like roles reversed. Like he was the talkative one and she was the quiet one. I was like, oh, shit, she going to do some woman shit and just fuck something up and everything. But luckily it didn't happen that way. But I'm going flip- go ahead. I think the flip on that was it was about to get where it was going and she was going to lose him. So she just kind of like shut down. Yeah. I wonder if that that's what she was thinking about when she was just sitting there and they had that quick little backstory on her. Yeah. She's about to lose him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. I'm wondering, though, it, it's just a hypothetical at this point, but what would it would have happened if when, you know, when they captured him and he they woke up and they were all like, well, yeah, she's almost getting out of surgery. Like, that surgery's done. If it was already done. That would have been a smart thing for them to not tell him what they were doing. Why they took the risk that he would have, like they took a big risk that he would have just accepted that they were going to do that because, you know, obviously they were, they, you know, men are macho and think they can beat anybody. They got guns and you don't. And yeah. they feel like, they feel like, what well, was the threat in telling him? But I want to say shit. I would have just been like, yeah, like they're doing uh, a bone marrow surgery and they're in the middle of it you know some shit that's not lethal i want to say that what they were doing was going to kill us yeah or it, it, they could have just been like yeah we're just doing a uh, like a blood transfusion or something and we're going to analyze her blood or yeah. but she was talking to a dude that is a killer she was all like wow you're not who i thought you were remember when she said that like 
you're not yeah. the man who I thought who I thought you were, or like all of a sudden like you're like this do gooder and like no motherfucker, you a killer. You've killed innocent people before to save your own ass. Like you're a hard body killer. So that's why you got picked for the job, and then now all of a sudden you want to have a heart. So I think that's probably why she didn't have no problem telling him what they was doing because he knows what the job was. It, just like he was referring that's to her as cargo. That's part of it too. She probably felt like uh, it was unlikely you would have formed an attachment or bond with her. Yes. So what was the big deal of telling her? that too. But at the same time, I wanted to risk it. I, I, that was a long ass trip. Like that was, that, the course of this season was months. Yeah, that was months and months and months. But it, yeah, yeah, but if she, yeah, but I'm, <laughs> I don't know. I guess I could see it both ways. I could see it from her. Yeah. Like he's done way grimier shit. He's he's yeah. pro- in his past. He's done grimy shit. So she already looks at him as like a heartless soldier. A merc. You know? Yeah, a merc, a mercenary, exactly. And yeah. shit. So now he's just like a mercenary with a heart. Just same same as the professional with Matilda and shit. He okay. was a hardcore stone cold killer. Didn't let nobody in his life for nothing. And you see what he was gonna do the very first night. He was gonna put a bullet in him. Because he knew that she would be the death of him. Yeah. And then you see at the end, at the end, he was like, I found that reason to live. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. he was, I mean, because you, it's really hard to be like that and be normal and human. Exactly. You have to be, have to kind of be cold to, to live with yourself if that's the type of shit that you're doing. So it made sense. And it was a big part of why he was like, Nah, I ain't trying to. No, nah, like you bring her, Tom. Like I ain't. When he was telling his brother, like, you know, I'm having panic attacks because, um, I'm not me no more. Like he, she's, I'm forming a, I'm forming an attachment. So this, this isn't as easy as it would have been. And now it's just not just, oh, you know, stay alive. Now it's like manage somebody who I'm, you know, I care about now. It's, yeah, you know, a lot of complexities and, and deepness in what what his mission was and and it played out at that, you know, at that end. So the second game is, was very, like, very interesting on how they advanced that and where they go with that as far as, you know. Quick question. Doing the, more out of that. Did the second game start exactly on that mountaintop or did it start off in that town where his brother was at, where Tommy was? Uh, the second game starts off, I think, after they have, uh, I can't remember how long after, but a while after, um, they like there's a few um I don't, don't quote me on it but I think it's been like a few months when the second game starts. Okay, so they're still living in that town though. Yeah, the, I I can't remember if they start off in the, that community with um with Tommy and them, but okay. I, they are I, I'm almost positive it's, it's a community that they start off in the second one. I can't remember if it's the one that they Tommy in. Got you, got you. It's one very similar to it, so it might have been. It's been a minute since I played it. Okay, yeah, and the fact that he like, and she knew that it was bullshit, but she knows that that's the only man that she one hundred percent trusts and everything. So she didn't even try yeah. to like debate it or nothing. Yeah, she has a feeling like something was like, wait, what? What happened back there? But like, you know, what can you do? Like, she can't go back. You know. Yeah, I did like though that but- how they went. When when um in the very beginning too when they did the flashback and the, and it bitter at first I was all like oh so she was immune because she had it in her veins from a baby and I guess her body developed it over time and shit but she cut the umbilical cord but it made sense what they said though that in her like her brain cells say say what if you in a way though it's like 
right. So you have that explanation as why her, um, you know, cordyceps in her brain could have been mutated enough to provide, a, you know, cure for other people by, you know, putting it in them or whatever. But to, to Joel, he's lived 20 years on this in this world where there wasn't shit we could do. Like you remember the opening of, uh, in the beginning of the show where they was like, uh, yeah, we're fucked. Ain't no cure for this shit. Like there's no way around it. So he, he never thought, I'm sure in part of his mind was like, shit, they, they'd be killing her for nothing. Also, you have to look into the logistics of even if the procedure worked because, all right, so look at what would have had to happen if it worked. They would have a cure in which you would have to give uh, each person that in, in what way or capacity could you even administer Multiply it, that? yeah. How could you, how could you, there's no, ain't no, ain't no Pfizer or military. Like, how could you mass produce a vaccine and distribute it to people? Ain't no CVSs. How, how would you, how would you even do that? You know what I mean? So it'd be so unlikely that if they found a cure that they'd actually be able to, to do something, you know, with it. So I, I doubt he even thought that far. He just thought like that's my girl. Like I'm not letting my baby girl die no matter what. Yep. But absolutely. But, but as a that is kind of like an uh, expose on how he could live with it after he's done it. Like mm. he could tell him, he could tell himself, you know, it wouldn't work anyway. Fuck him. Yeah, if you just put it in his mind already, like, look, I done seen all this death and everything. So you telling me it's going to end now by me losing the one person that I actually have an attachment with after all these years? Fuck yeah. out of here. Yeah. I'm buying that shit. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Good way. Yeah, that was a motherfucking marvelous ending. Absolutely phenomenal as far as, like, in the history of video games, there's been one thing that you really don't ever get, and that is live-action adaptations that aren't fucking horrible. Hmm. I mean, there's very I mean, video game movies and shows fucking suck. Pretty much always. So I don't, so I mean, I don't know. Name so, an example of some other ones. Uh, they just did Uncharted with uh, Tom Holland. Oh yeah, that was cheesy look, shit. Um, you know, you got you know the Mortal Kombat movies, which you know the first one wasn't horrible, but all right, you got Street Fighter movies, you got the uh, the live action Super Mario Brothers. You got the Tomb Raider movies. All the the Angelina Jolie Tomb Raider movies were, were pretty bad, in my opinion. But um, I, there's not the uh, what you call it, Silent Hill. Like there's some horror ones. Yeah. None of them. None of them made waves as far as being like, oh, this is amazing. Yeah, this you know should, what I mean? Yeah, and this should better win awards. goddammit. it. Yeah, it's that's it, man. And and yeah. big part of it was they took the dude who wrote and directed the games and, and they made him the you know the boss of the show. And it was and they didn't fight him. Like they didn't oh, give him no. he had carte blanche over all of it. That's that's the big difference. And we see that a lot in you know, like you let the talent do the shit instead of suit and you get, you know Gold. That's what you Gold Buy him a check, get the fuck out the way. Yep. Absolute gold, man. That shit was emotional. Even even the gay episode, man, for as much as I think about that community, that shit was sad and shit. I was like, God damn. And then I, I, yeah, it it made it relatable. Not the fruity part of it, but still like you've never had a human, like you haven't had a human connection in so long and you develop this bond over time and everything. I was just like, damn. And they did did that all in one episode. 
yeah, yeah. In the game, do you play as how, Bill? No, you it builds in the game, but it's real. It's real short. Like you, okay. You Bill's there, and he works with you. But um, the other cat, I can't remember the other cat, Frank or whatever his name was. Yeah. Anyways, um, they like they they tease right. They tease the relationship. Like they have, they took part of that, and they just put everything that happened in between. And they had they gave him a different death. They gave him a, a totally different death in in the game, but they gave him a death that made so much. Like it made so much more sense, mm. but then they put it that's in the game into the show, like um, like that scene where she's in the um, in the in the truck and she finds his magazine and she's like, "Oh, what the fuck? That's from the game, yo!" Straight up, that's <laughs> hilarious. They talk about the pages being stuck together within yeah. the game too. Oh shit, that's yeah. dope. That is dope, man. You gotta love fucking yeah. movies, man, to take you on news. Emotional rides like this, man. That's why you gotta love cinema. God, yeah, damn, man. man. That, that that episode and the episode before it too, and shit. I almost shed a thug tear and shit. <laughs> yeah, they're emotional yeah. shit. Um, what else did we have to cover? Oh, um, we we at Shazam tomorrow night. I mean Thursday night. Yep, Shazam. Um, yeah, I'm there. There's not as much hype on it as it as it you know should be because of the DC shakeup, but. I'm looking forward to it. It's, you know, I like the first one. It wasn't, you know, yeah. mastered. It wasn't a masterpiece like Infinity War, not like that. But it wasn't trying to be. So I, I fucked with it. Yeah, it, it, you looking for it? You look at it like how I look at it. It is what it's going to be. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah. It's just some, yeah, it's just some, you know, some, some, you know, fun flex. You know. Yeah. Oh, I'm looking. Yeah. Shit, I didn't even. We haven't talked Mandalorian at all. Yeah, man. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mando's back. Yeah, is it? And it, when's the new episode? Tomorrow night or tonight? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. So tonight at midnight, or technically tomorrow after a certain time? Midnight Pacific, so three a.m. for us. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw the first episode. The first episode really didn't have much action and nothing. The second first one was hilarious. Was, first episode was cheesy to me. I, I like, I didn't like all the jokes, and I didn't like them having to waste time to explain the shit that happened in Book of Boba Fett because they had to because there's a lot of people who didn't watch that shit need to know why the, what the fuck the point of this season was, which was him, you know, reclaiming his honor since he took his helmet off for, for Grogu. And, uh, yeah. and, you know, like the, uh, that's using your head, but the statue falling on IG-11, like that, that shit was corny. And <laughs> it's just, it shouldn't have even heard the droids. Like, yo, you, you were shot up and everything, and you you blew up. Like, you self-destructed. You walked through lava, and a fucking statue falling from two feet up in the air is going to kill you. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. That's uh, <laughs> yeah. it, really like that, but sometimes that's just, that comes with the territory. But the second episode, though, was fire. Like, it had Bo-Katan, like, getting busy. Um, yes. It had the return to Mandalore. Like, I grew up a big... Boba Fett fan and, and knowing about you know Mandalorians and like I would read the books about them and read about um you know what Boba Fett's like life was like and what the, the Mandalorians were like and I remember when they started doing the Mandalorian I, I was so excited to learn more about you know their you know their backstory of their armor and all that shit and yeah. they they saw that but one thing I never in a million years could have imagined was that they would de- like kind of flesh out and, and dive into the, the legacy of that that skull that was always on Boba Fett's hat. And and they they talked about it being the mythosaur. 
And I still didn't think they was actually going to show. And then they showed fucking Mythosaur in this episode. And it was like, oh, my God. And to be on that planet, like, because that planet was supposed to be just wiped out. And it was some dope, like, Truman Show shit. Like, yeah. everybody thought it was destroyed, so you never went there, like, because you thought it was in- uninhabitable and you couldn't even breathe the air. And it was just poison. And it's fine. I mean, it's yeah. still fucked up and war torn, but it's breathable. So the Mythosaur is the is the, uh, the the beast that was under the water. Yeah. Yep. So and that's what's on their helmet. That's what's on um, Boba Fett. If you look at on Boba Fett um, armor, there's a like a skull face front. That's that's that creature. Yes, with the horns poking out diagonally down, kind of. Yep. Yep. Or the emblem. All right. I always thought that that was just their emblem, but it's not. Yep, it's, that's where it came from. Oh shit! Oh shit! Interesting. Because because uh, back in the day, back in like way way back in the day, they used to be they're like like they used to ride them in the battle. That used to be like their war elephant. Oh shit! I I won't be surprised if they get into that in in the coming episodes, or at least. Attempted, you know what I mean? Yeah, that shit, that shit was ill though. I, I did like how it was like the whole underground mine, abandoned city, and shit. And then it was like, all right, let's go to the bottom, and they just jump off the cliff and just use the rockets to go down. And then, and then Grogu just goes down in his little capsule thing. That shit's <laughs> which was, that which was cool too. And just show Grogu a little bit more capable as opposed to just being completely helpless. Unless yeah. you, he did the whole everything. front flip and everything. Yeah, yeah, able to literally like get out of the way now or go for help and shit like that which is still not you know he still has to be protected but it's better than it was in the first two seasons where like he was like an infant yes you're right you're right yeah that's yeah that's plenty to uh look forward to on both front well last of us we gotta wait now next up i'm waiting on is that secret wars yeah that's what i'm waiting on and that flashpoint i still want to see that flash one if it comes, is it coming? Oh. It's coming out. Um, Secret Invasion. That, that's next. Uh, I yes. believe that's the uh, Disney Plus show. But then, um, yeah, then Flash this summer, and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy three, and yeah, uh, yeah but that's yeah. Marvel shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm- I don't know why I'm, I'm never really super super excited for Gal- uh, Guardians of the Galaxy movies. For some reason, yeah. sometimes they get a, they're like a little too cheesy from the rip. I, I get you. Yeah, because like the second one, don't you know? I fell asleep on that shit twice. I fell asleep on it in the movie theater. I didn't like it till I seen it at home. Yes, that's what I'm saying. And I, I had to watch it in parts. Yeah, I didn't like it in, in the theater. I, it's not that I hated it. I was just like, eh. And then when I seen it at home, I was like, okay, that's pretty good. But yeah. it's, it's, like, I could go back and rewatch the first one, but I can't, I can't, I, won't, I wouldn't like just, I'd never get in the mood to just go watch that second one. I, I wouldn't go out of the way to watch it. Yeah, man. I, that one was, was a tough watch, man. I couldn't get through it and shit. How you feel about uh, Angela Bassett getting snubbed by uh, for <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis? Oscar's going to Oscar. Yeah. Her powers have been yeah. stripped away. <laughs> she, she upset, surprised, and I wasn't. I was like, well, "Why are y'all surprised? It, she's black, and it's a comic book movie. Two yeah. Emmys, exactly." And what did what what did Jamie Lee Curtis play? She was in that flick, uh, everywhere, everything, everywhere, all at once, which okay. is dope. 
But she wasn't even the best supporting actress in that shit. You know, they just sometimes that's like that wasn't uh, Academy darling. Like that one, uh, that one Oscars and and Golden Globes, and that's been winning awards all fucking year and ended last year. And like, but was it a good uh, movie though? It was a good movie. One of the best movies last year. Oh, so, so it was good. Though. It was worth it. Yeah, it, it, the movie won Best Picture too. Like the, it's nothing against the movie. It's not really even anything against Jamie Lee Curtis. But she probably didn't win it for that film. She probably won it as a career award, like how when they gave it to Denzel for Training Day because they didn't give it to him for all the other movies that they should have. They didn't give it to him for Malcolm X. Yeah, you know, because we can't give it to him for Malcolm. But yeah, or we'll like how him. they didn't give it to Will for Ali. You know, that was like, uh, or my bad. No when yeah and i feel like angela may eventually get too like sometimes they're like yeah i know we should have got you for we're kind of forever but we're gonna give it to you for this i don't know whatever this next whatever coming whatever yeah. maybe you'll play yeah, a slave or something she'll play, yeah she'll play like 13 years of slave and <laughs> you know what i mean shit so yeah, yeah. so went for that question be like okay oh quick question i'm sorry let me cut you off um I've been seeing these little, like, they're not trailers at all, but I've been seeing these pictures up where they're trying to, like, they keep saying they're going to do, like, backstories of the original Black Panther and all that. And all that shit's fake, isn't it? Fake. Okay. Because they use the and fonts why? and the pictures and everything. Yes. You know why? Why? Because everybody has access now to that fucking AI art shit. Is that what it is? That's all that shit is. Mm. Well, yeah. Put in... Like there's AI fucking art programs where you can just literally like make up anything that you want and it'll come up with some shit. You could put in, you know, Black Panther and Colonial Times and it'll give you like, you know, Black Panther with like gold and weird shit to like what it would look like if he was in the 1700s. Like anything like that. Like you could just put in, if somebody just put in fucking Pocahontas and you know, colonial times or some shit like that. Wakanda's in the history in, in, you know, in the past. And it probably, that's what the fuck came up. I don't, cause it looks, cause AI art has like this distinct look where it's like a amalgam, like amalgamization of a whole bunch of different ripped off styles. And that's one of the reasons why a lot of artists don't fuck with it because mm. all they do, take um, artists work with online and they just database it. And, and they just, uh, and they can they use it as a reference it. point whenever they need it. They just steal it. It's because it's like it's really hard to to sue because it's not one particular person's style. So it's not like they're taking Van Gogh's style and just painting Black Panther and Van Gogh art. They're taking uh, a whole bunch of different artists across the internet. They just fucking pile them all in the database and then they just use uh, like it's just a, a bastardization of style. So that way, it's, but it looks like it looks like just clean, really super clean and crisp digital art. Okay. And it, so much and it and it, and the shit's so good that a lot of people think a lot of the shit that they're seeing as a result of it is real shit. Like remember those um those Nikes that had the flowers and the and the wings and shit a few months ago and everybody was talking about um everybody was talking about for a minute and because they had all these kind of like you know crazy designs on these Nikes and they had like ripped like oh yeah yeah that was AI. Wow, because I put that in a group. I think I think I put that in the group chat and shit. And we was like, those are fire. And it looked like like yeah. some Greek Greek god, mythical god Nike Air Forces and shit. So all that was yep. made up. Fuck out of here. 
Yeah. Damn, you see what they did too? That like they made an AI face that it looked real of a uh, of a uh, CJ from a uh, Grand Theft San Andreas. Yep. Did you see and that? They're doing, mm. they're doing. They're doing. They're uh, doing. And fake is so um, so much crisper now. People are doing like fake porns and shit. Like there's porn sites where you can just take like a real person that you know and put them in a in a movie and shit. Like it's not some shit that you have to be. Uh, like in the industry to do now. Now it's some shit that is is tech that's going to be a, a fucking app on your phone within the next couple of years. Nuts, man. And then I remember a guru he pointed something out with that because you seen that app where the dude was imitating Kendrick Lamar's voice, and the one dude was imitating that, Eminem's voice, and it was like, hold on, How, yeah, like it's DJ. not legal. There's no legal ramifications. There's no legal jargon that says you can copyright lyrics, music, but yeah. what about your voice? Yeah, and there absolutely should be enough. Like, there's a DJ. I hope Eminem chooses the shit out of him because yep. he'll. I know which one you're club. talking about too. That British DJ. Yep. Like, now welcoming like the hottest like just some fucking like dope intro, and then the beat drops, and but it's Eminem's fucking voice, and like people are like, oh shit, he must pay. I wonder how much it costs to get Eminem to do that, but motherfucker, that was just tech. That's nuts, yo. So you're going to have, so you're going to have so many implications of that. That's going to be crazy. You're going to have. People basically able to say, you know, you're going to have people, I think about it. Oh, Joe Biden a- said this, or Donald Trump said this, and it could be just I, some deep fake shit. Say anything you want, you're going to be able to do like mixtapes, right? Where you could just do a verse. You just make it sound like Eminem wrote a verse for you. Yeah, or and then, make it sound like Drake or whoever. Yep, you could do it where it sounds like Drake is on the fucking shit. Like back in the day, you could just. Uh, a sample uh, a song and sample a beat not back in the day but now you can sample a beat a song and just put it on a mixtape and if you don't know that beat or or you might just think that Dre you know somebody did a beat for you until you like fucking dig it's gonna be the same shit with, with rappers and now you're gonna be like shit is uh, it really him? Ray <laughs> really do a feature on you know <laughs> on, on Johnny's album? what? yeah exactly and all you have to do is sell it and you're going to get away with it that's a can of worms though that's going to get dangerous especially on a political landscape and everything or it, or it's going to be a scapegoat it could yeah that's what i'm saying it goes both ways it, that's a that's a slippery slope wow. yo now there's deep fake where there there was a, a a female podcaster and somebody made deep fake porn and straight up just looks like she just had a tape leak so what happens when somebody says i wasn't there that's deep fake exactly or if they I was wanting somebody. I wasn't it. in that. They, they deep fake that. Mm, that's what I'm saying. Or now you could yep. use that to convict people. Be like, that was you. That was your voice. Stood it up. Really? Yep, we can't. So now we got him. Exactly. Damn. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's that's gonna be bad. I don't know how bad that's gonna get. I, man, we get about to be in Terminator. And then now the banks, <laughs> the one bank collapsed, and then now it's gonna be that they're saying uh, another. Uh, New York bank collapse, but that's more like for the rich, rich that people are getting scared of because this ain't if you oh. have over, over two hundred fifty thousand. Yes, there's there's policies that will cover it, but it's it's something that everybody should have to worry about because it's basically it's just like you know that the banks have everybody knows what the banks do for the most part. Basically, you give them their money and then they play with your money, and, and then when you want it back, you get it back. But most people. A lot, especially rich people put a lot of money in the bank and then they just leave it there. And basically the bank gets to use your money to go invest it in, 
and bonds and stocks and do all kinds of shit with it. And, and they make the interest off of it. And then when you're ready for it, they, you know, they, they dish it out to you when you're ready for it. But what happens is with, with this fucking situation is there was a lot of investors in the, in the short term because of the way the economy, the economy was that are taking their money back out and the bank wasn't ready for them to have to give that much money back yet because they had that shit tied up in 10 year bond investments. And then now all of a sudden they had to fucking divvy all that money back out and they didn't fucking have it. And then so in order to get that money, they had to do uh, fucking, uh, they had to pull strings and do other shit to get that money, to get that back. And then made other people who have money in that bank go shit. They're not liquid. They're fucked. So I'm going to take my money out here before I can't get my money out either. And then, Somebody else goes, oh shit, then he taking his money out? All right, I'm going to take my money out yeah. too. And it's a fucking snowball effect. And now everybody doesn't trust the fucking bank. And it's more and more and more people are taking their money out. And it just causes a bigger and bigger bigger headache. So that's shit. some fucking that everybody from, you know, maybe if you got like a couple hundred in the bank, you may got really worried about that they got to cover. But if, you know, it's still scary because yeah. somebody who just got a hundred in the bank needs that money too. True. True. Damn, that shit is scary, man. Yeah, this shit is getting scary. But if FDI, yeah, because FDIC covers up to 250 grand. Right. But then, but then, all right, so I got to worry about that special policy in order and that they're forced to fucking cover my shit. It's like, it definitely, but it definitely affects people with, you know, millions and, you know, more so because that's, 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 you know. And that's why. And that's why motherfuckers fly, uh, the rich motherfuckers fly their shit to Switzerland or whatever. Where they don't have bank rules, they don't have extradition, and they don't have to follow the, you know, the federal guidelines of the of the U.S. I guess I'm assuming that's why they they put their money over there in Swiss banks. They to put avoid it in taxes there and shit. But they also put it in there to avoid, you know, situations like that. Like, yeah, shit's they know how weird. Because I mean, that's that's what. That's what they do, and the banks, you know, banks play that shit all the fucking time. But you know, they're too big to fail, so government will come in and take our tax money and fucking help them. So yeah. you know, they'll be. That's what happens. Like they bailed out the housing market back then, and the movie The Big Short. If you if y'all want to know about the housing market and the big crash in two thousand eight, watch The Big Short. That was a great yeah. movie. It was hard to explain some of that shit though. You would have to watch it two or three times. It was like watching The Tenant. Them trying to explain yeah. that shit, you trying to figure that shit out. <laughs> but yeah, oh, pray for everybody, goddamn it, shit, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. um, let me see. Yeah, we finally got to the last of us, uh, the last, <laughs> and we got yeah, to Mando. Yeah, hmm? the last last of us. Yeah, exactly. Let me see. We got to Mando. Oh yeah, but you uh, know, also real quick to double back to Last of Us. Um, I heard that because of the popularity of the game that they, they remade it or they like re-edited it. Like the online version of it is like re- they redid it over they or they updated it. They had already did that before they even, oh, okay. the show was like, and pro- and pro- when the PS5 came out, they had remastered it and that was years. Yeah, oh, okay. that was a couple years. But when PS5 came out, they remastered it, the PS5 version with better graphics, but it's the same game. Okay. All right. Cool. How, um, and Hogwarts, I'm still not flying yet. Um, yeah, I, I beat it the other day, and I'm just doing more of the side shit. And it's still, it's so much side shit. It's so, it's, it's fucking one of the, one of the best games I've ever played. And that's, 
I feel like it's dope even if you're not a big Harry Potter head because it's just yeah, because I'm not a Harry Potter head at all, and that shit's still fun as fuck. Yeah, yeah. So that's but that's what I've been doing, just doing the odds and ends shit that uh, I, I held off because I. I get distracted real easily and do side missions as I'm playing the main story, but there's so many side missions and side shit to do that even when you main story, there's still a bunch left over. Yeah, I got stuck between literally a rock and a hard place where I had to reset the whole game and uh, go back to an earlier start point. I got stuck inside of a rock. I did, I, did, I did this jump off of a side of a cliff, and then I got stuck inside it, and I couldn't walk. And when you spin the camera around it, you could see that I'm inside of the rock. I didn't need just... Uh, so your, you should have just teleported. I, I don't have that yet. You, you should. Be, you, all right, you know those green flames all over the map yes. when you pass it? All right, if you press, you know, the, the touchpad on yeah. your controller. But then I couldn't press the touchpad after a certain point either. That's the whole point. I couldn't go to my quest. I couldn't open up the book. I couldn't do nothing. I would just, I could rotate, uh, and I couldn't shoot or jump. Go to, go to a different port. part. Okay. Yeah, I had, to, I had to go back into... I had to shut off and restart it, and then it started me back still in there. So then I went to, like, before you hit start, uh, where you could go yeah. back to the earlier times. So I went to a time, like, 10 minutes before. And I was like, okay, don't climb up that mountain again. Luckily, I have one glitch. There's a glitch, There's a part where you take um, coffin, you take skeletons out of a coffin, and then you build uh, a bridge with it. Like, when you go up to the edge of the gap, it, there's, like a, a like, a a pike where you put the skull on and then it just automatically uses the bones and makes a bridge. Well, there was part of the skeletons, like you went and let you grab it. And it was, it was just like, I can't get over there. You know what I mean? So I had to like, it was, there was no way I can, I can fucking interact with them the way you were supposed to. So I was pissed off and, uh, <clears throat> I loaded to a, a previous save and it, it just put me right back in, uh, you know, in the beginning of that dungeon, I was able to just go right, you know, right there and do it again and do yeah, it right. But it's crazy. It's, it's a big game, and there's, you know, luckily, like, not many, you know, I haven't heard much about shit like that. So, but the cool thing is, as it constantly is auto saving. So, like, even if something like that happens, you usually don't lose too much time. Yeah, and man, I'm always down to explore, though, because that's what I was doing. I was on the side of some mountain, and I seen it was somebody I could shoot or something. And I went from the top of the mountain, and I jumped on the side of it, and I think I fell in a crack of a rock and inside of it, but I couldn't jump up out of it or nothing. I was stuck inside of it. It was crazy. It was crazy. I should have recorded it and sent it to you. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> this has been another episode of Don't Overthinking Podcast. Vin Rock, part in our, our Hogwarts talk at the very end. If you don't like it, fuck off. Shit, that's why I run this show. God damn it. Y'all be okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You be alright. You be alright. Shit, Sh- Shamim is far as Shamim is far as hell. She's fighting goblins. Yeah. She snuck into the goblins thing with the Habibi kid. That's where she's at. Mm-hmm. When she snuck into their into their mind and she they realize what they're building. She's she's so the right mo- there. Yeah. Yo, the most unintentionally racist funny shit about that game. I'm gonna just tell you one more thing about it. Then I'll let you wrap it up. But yo. <laughs> okay, go ahead. When you're talking to the, you know, the Middle Eastern kid, the Habibi kid, yeah. and he speaks the goblin language, and so he's useful to you, and it's this mission that you're on with him. Yes, and speak double do for something like that, yeah. Goblin language that the Middle Eastern kid is prolific, proficient in, the gobbledygook. That's the name of the fucking, yeah. Yeah, that is yeah, kind of racist as fuck. Gobbledygook. 
yeah. Yo. They got they uh, they got Ishmael Patel in there fucking saying <laughs> gobbledygook. And then his dialect wasn't even good when he went up to the dude. But <laughs> Right. Nope. Like that's some shit that like UK heads just they don't it's the it's you know, it's not as, you know, uptight over there, so they probably figured, oh, it's, it's funny, nobody'd be mad. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Because the game is so fucking good and them graphics are just insane, dude. Insane. But yeah. Gotta love technology. It's it's a gift and a curse, man. If you see through that AI shit, it's gonna yeah. get, I wonder how that's gonna work on a political landscape, how they're gonna use it to set up people, and I hope they don't use it to set up people that look like us. Shit. You know? No. Yeah. But uh this has yeah. been another <laughs> huh? I actually said. I'm gonna get canceled. It better be some shit I actually said, not some shit. AI I know. Shit. That's what I'm saying. Shit. I already said enough ruthless shit, but then I can use that to my benefit. Be like, that was deep fake. <laughs> I didn't say nothing about Jews. That was deep fake. What are you talking about? I love the yeah. Jews. What are you talking about? <laughs> but anyway, this has been another episode of Don't Overthink It Podcast. Vin Rock, thank you for tuning in with me. You you did the same thing I did when they were talking about sports. Just shit the fuck up and let them go. <laughs> oh, oh, no, I'm going to just say some shit just to be talking. So Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, shit. Until the next time. Shit, I'm going to leave y'all with a weird instrumental. This is 96 instrumentals. I just hit play on YouTube. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Peace. Peace. Oh, my God.